Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. I hope you're having a great day. It's Sunday night, time for Street Fight. The call-in show, the number to dial is 614-655-3887. Let us know what's going on in your world. Uh, we want to hear from all y'all out there. I think we got some, some people calling in tonight, I hope. Uh, I'm not going to shout them out yet because I usually flub that anyways. Uh, my name is Brett Payne. My host is Brian Quinby. We're the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation for 10 years now. We've been spreading this mess across the U.S., and we're so blessed to have all you guys, gals, and non-binary pals that tune in each week and support what we do. It means a lot. And we're going to keep this thing moving forward, onward and upward, until we see the, the flat earth that we all dream of. Uh, kick back, relax. It's Street Fight. If you want more of what we do, Check out patreon.com slash Radio where you can get bonus shows. You can also watch TV, watch TV with us. I know during quarantine and these times being locked up in the house, you don't have friends to yell at the TV. Well, people are saying they're going to that Patreon. They're watching Undercover Boss with us. They're watching Ink Masters with us. And it's just like having your loudmouth friend over. So if you're looking for more Street Fight content and you want to support what we do, head to Patreon and take care of it. Or you can buy merch, pre-order merch. Right now we're doing a fundraiser for Paralos Ninos and uh, with CM Ruiz. You can find the shirt at store.streetfightradio.com. It's super badass. It's, there's a bat design and there's like a some sort of fucking weird mystic design. But uh, they're both great. I suggest getting both. Uh, how's your day going, Brian? Good. Fine. Whatever. You know. Great. Whatever's Today, great. I mean, it sounds fun. good. I, I wish if you could, if you stopped there, it would have been like the best. Everything's best. fucked for me because I finished the Snyder cut on Thursday, like a maniac. Oh, probably the only person in America that finished it on Thursday. Actually, no, I did some Googling and some people were doing instant reaction shows at eight in the morning. So, right. <laughs> some people set an alarm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I finished it on Thursday, uh, uh, and was then when it was over, I was like, well, now I got to wait for King Kong. Now it's all King Kong. Yeah, I'm waiting for those big, big viewing events. <laughs> now I'm sitting around waiting for King Kong. But I did find out yesterday that Michael Chiklis is in a television show called Coyote on uh, uh, CBS All Access. So I will be watching that because I'm a Chiklis fanatic. Now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He delivers. Also just found out Chiklis is in the show Gotham as a villain. And I'm like, Michael Chiklis, you're always kind of a villain, you know? He was Fantastic Four, too. I know, but he doesn't count. They're not going to bring him back. You uh, know what I mean? Like, when Marvel makes their new Fantastic Four with Jim from The Office, they're not going to bring Vic Mackey in to play. It's a thing. shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. That guy should work all the time. I um, He's the greatest. I didn't watch the Snyder Cut. I did cut it on for like 40 minutes. And uh, I got to say, I like that 4-3 aspect ratio. I think that like tight old school thing just shows you what you're supposed to pay attention to. There isn't a lot of fluff on the outside. You know, there's not a lot of wasted area to like confuse you or, or divert your attention. It's just like laser focused on like, this is what you're supposed to watch. I got to tell you, I like a good four hour movie with a lot of like unimportant stuff in it. So you can look at your phone while you're watching. It's like that movie that Zack Snyder made. By the way, I've said this online already. I'm fully Snyder pilled right now. I'm just the I'm the biggest Snyder head in the world. 
Um, that movie, man, that guy just made a movie for, for now, for 2021. I got to look at my, I can watch it at home. I can look at my phone. I can go to the bathroom. And when I come back, it's just like, oh, you know, they're still doing the same thing. Creates controversy. (laughs) It does. I mean, I can't, I don't know why people hate it so much, you know, other than the, like people's just general distaste for comic book movies. Yeah. These days, which is fucking fully warranted. I just feel like if all they're going to make in this world is comic book movies and DC wants to make big, giant, wacky, fucking weird ones, that's preferable to me to what Marvel's doing, where it's just like they're all sort of the same and they're like, oh, you know, this this just Zack Snyder Justice League, it takes itself too seriously. And I'm like. I mean, if I'm watching something, I like it when it takes itself a little bit seriously. I don't like them to be like, hey, isn't it goofy? I dress like a spider. Hey, yeah, this is a matter that concerns the fate of the planet Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Steppenwolf wants to fucking kill or enslave or something. I don't really exactly know what uh, I don't really exactly know what Steppenwolf wants to do or what Darkseed wants to do. But it sounded bad. You know, and then you see Batman have a dream that shows what happens and you're like, ooh, okay, well, I'm going to really like the Justice League to prevail here, you know? All right. Well, that's a, that's a thumb, two thumbs up review from Brian. I mean, you know. The king I, of watching. I, I am. I am the king of watching. I watched that and, and then I also watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But really? People were that one today were really getting up in arms. They didn't like it? Yeah, too. It's, it's about the military. Was kind of I was kind of uh, uh, irritated at my daughter when we watched it. You know, and I'm just gonna say this, and our listeners are gonna agree with her. Obviously, okay. We go to turn it on, and she's like, "Oh, this is gonna be boring." And I was like, "I mean, you haven't even started watching it yet." You know, it was boring, by the way. She wasn't wrong about that. But she was like, "Cause it's all dudes." And I was like, mm. well, that's not fair. You it know, is. I watch all these shows with all these women in them, and I don't say they're boring because they have women in them. You know, misandry, as they call it. It's like, come on. It's not just automatically boring because it's a bunch of dudes doing doing military stuff. Yeah, that sounds like the most boring thing to me. It's miserable, though. It, it is like really, there is a scene in this fucking show where they're like having lunch where where the falcons having lunch with this guy and the guy's like yeah this has got this crew called the flag smashers and you know they just believe in some kind of a world without borders or laws or anything and then the falcons like all right whatever <laughs> let's just move on well we need missiles okay <laughs> Yeah, we need na- we need nations. Yeah. What are we without our nations? So you're watching the heroes of the show? Just, be, just I watch the heroes of the show call me the villain. You know, as it goes, I'm like, I don't want nations neither. You know? Yeah, yeah, I think we're all together in this thing. Am I supposed to root against? Uh, like maybe the Falcon and the Winter Soldier are the bad guys, and the Flag Smashers are the good. Guys. By the way, not a great name, but I would join that crew. You know. If somebody was like, hey, man, we're starting a fucking group called the Flag Smashers. We're going to fucking do some heavy duty shit. I'd be like, all right. All right. I'm into smashing flags. Right. (laughs) I mean, burners, I think, works better. 
flag burners? Yeah. I don't know where they're smashing flags. Just smashing them on the ground. You can hear that like wood pole like bouncing against the concrete. Yeah, I guess people do get the same kind of up in arms about flag touching the ground as they do burning it. Yeah. <laughs> my father, my... Uh, Disrespecting the flag. <laughs> Kate and Gwen went to see the in-laws yesterday. And, uh, you know, he's like, they're like, hey, you know, me and Katie's like, me and Brian are going to get the vaccine tomorrow. And, you know, the father-in-law's like, I'm never getting that thing. You know, I really, just, I don't want it. I'm never getting it. What do I need it for? And then uh, they were like, OK, whatever. You know, he's he's done. And then all of a sudden he launches into this. He, he goes. Uh, America's a lot different than it was when I was growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way I don't like the way it's turning out. And then Katie was like, we changed the subject immediately. They changed. They just changed the subject because they did not want to hear. He was going to talk about genders. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do a funeral for America right now. And y'all killed it. That is so funny. It was so funny. To, I wanted to. I was like, if I was there, I would have let him go. Like, what happened to America? Because he would have just been like, oh, there's, you know, several genders and Black Lives Matter and this vaccine and people are wearing masks now. Yeah. And it's just he he's Jim Brewer core. You know, right. he would have gone he would have gone Brewer on our asses. Well, that's good that he just got ignored totally. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. The truth is he doesn't need the vaccine. Anyway. Right. He doesn't go anywhere. He, he doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. He doesn't leave the house. Like, and if he did leave the house and he went to a store, he'd wear the mask. And if they said, if he tried to walk in without the mask and they said, put the mask on, he'd be like, okay, I'll put the mask on. If that's what it takes, that's what I'll do. Right. Right. You know? So truthfully, you don't need it. I hope the wife gets it. I hope my mother-in-law gets it. I hope she's not poisoned. I mean, I guess technically we're the ones getting poisoned by right. the vaccine, but I hope she gets it because I do think that like, I do think that she wants to do stuff, you know, like I do believe that. Sure. And I, but I do also think that his mind is like, well, everybody else is going to get it. So I guess I just don't have to get it, you know, right. It's just like, fuck you, man. Do your part. Get the, get the goddamn shot. Yeah. There's a lot of those. There was an article about him today. What, just, I don't go anywhere? No, no, about the guys, the 50% of, like, Republican men that are like, well, everybody else is getting it, so I'm not going to. Oh, God, they're all so stupid, man. I don't know how it happens. I don't, I'm going to turn 50 and it's going to happen to I me. Mean, I was listening to an interview with Jamie Kilstein today on Jim and Sam, and uh, he was telling a story about when he first met Rich Voss, and Voss was like, uh, when he was real you know, he was doing his leftist thing. And Voss was like, wait till you get older and you'll turn into a Republican. And he was like, I thought I was so mad about it then, but now I'm kind of like, I see where that's going. And I'm like, Jamie's younger than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jamie Kilstein's like 10 years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. I don't, guy, it's not man. that. It's, it, I can't go that way. I, yeah. <laughs> it's not an ine inevitability at all. Not for me, it's not. Uh, I mean, I guess, like, there's still... But, I mean, yeah, the whole world revolves around them. I mean, the, the whole... It is easy to see how it all happens. Everything is set up this way to support 
them feeling like they can do whatever they want, you know? I yeah. think for me, uh, you know, trying to shut off my own white guyness is important, you know, because we are all affected by that. Even if we are like, <clears throat> even if we aren't out, outside, you know, just outwardly assholes, you know, we are all still like overbearing and annoying and uh, think everyone should hear what we have to think. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know. Hopeful, I, I, that guy's a weirdo, though. <gasps> you know, he was he was ready. He, you know, he he turned on the left because, you know, well, first of all, he got in trouble, but uh, uh, yeah, he's an abuser, and so he got held count held accountable instead of a, instead of uh, coming to terms with what he did. He's well, just decided he, he's getting woke scolded, and it was funny because like one of the things he complained about was like he was on a show and he said called somebody an idiot. A uh, 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 transphobic person, an idiot, and then got one email saying like, hey, calling people idiots is ableist. And he was like, that's when I was just done. And it's like, I mean, you can like disregard that information. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like if you got one email because you called somebody an idiot, you can just like move on with your day with that. You don't have to like turn into a republican at that point well yeah that's the excuse yeah i mean that's the excuse for the narrative of why he had to end up like this yeah 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 so, it makes sense that some guy told him it feels like a fucking storybook like one day you're gonna see that like the way that you abuse people uh is not fun you know they're gonna they're gonna come back at you yeah i hate that you'll realize how stupid guy. they are because they didn't enjoy your abuse i mean i didn't like him back when he was going big but it was always because i was jealous of him but then, like, now it's That's just... honest. I'm fuck, dude. You know, I always was jealous of that guy. So, you know. So, uh, uh, also, one last thing before we get to the phones. We're on Vax Watch for the B-Man. Brian, vaccinated tomorrow. Holy moly. What time? 3.40. And uh, I will ask for J- Johnson & Johnson honking on jojo also bringing my daughter to see if they just are like well she's here we might as well just give her one that's like kind of a strategy i'm going with okay and uh uh you know i hope i get the johnson and johnson if i don't get it i'm not gonna complain i'll take anyone they'll give me but i am glad i'm getting it you know yeah sounds like a great place to be somebody said you don't get a choice but some people have gotten a choice some people have they've said which one do you want if they have all of them I, I honestly, um, <clears throat> there's, there's certain things in this world that like make me wild and crazy things that I want to do or, or feelings that I have, um, that I, that like, of like wanting to get out and, you know, do self-destructive things or party and all these things. But like, for some reason, this whole vaccine process, I've just like tamped down all my excitement and just been like, wait until it's the day. Do not spend any minute thinking about i wonder when the day is going to come i wonder when the day is going to come but seeing that march 29th date for my eligibility even if it's a fucking pain in the ass or a nightmare even whatever happens for you yeah but i still am uh i am it is really great and i've seen people talking about getting the the shot and uh i think that i'm probably going to it's it's probably going to feel like awesome it's probably going to feel crazy tomorrow for you Yeah, it's kind of easy for people who kind of understand how the internet and stuff works. 
I think that a lot of the people that are having a really tough time are the older people that kind of that. I mean, they're just having a hard time scheduling an appointment, you know, yeah. because they don't know how to look, where to look. They're not like using social networks to pass information back and forth between each other and stuff like that. That's that is I mean, it is hard to get appointments, but if you're uh, if you are motivated to get an appointment, you can get yourself you're an right. appointment. <laughs> you're absolutely right. On the 29th, if I post, I can't find how to get a vaccine, I will get 40 answers. Yeah. From people they're like, "Oh, I went down to CVS here on Broad Street." Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty happy. I I I am kind of excited. I'm a little bit nervous. I've had a little tinge of anxiety all day because of course, everybody you fucking talk to that gets it, 99% of the people I've talked to that have gotten it have said it wasn't a big deal. It didn't bother them or anything like that. This one person I talked to said it made them feel crazy. Cool. And I was just like, no, don't do that. But this person that I talked to is somebody who is kind of like always feels crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like uh, uh, I'm trying to be measured about it because as soon as they shoot me up with that i'm going to convince myself that i'm going crazy or that the microchips acting up or something like that you know what i mean yeah i think i'm just going to what i'm going to do is regardless if i feel this way or not i'm just going to pretend like it's making me have to sleep for it's 14 hours yeah i'm just going to get on the couch and be like oh no i have to watch all of drive to survive oh no yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. watch a whole. I gotta watch the the Snyder cut in black and white now. Something so funny that somebody said to me. My daughter told me one of her teachers told her that uh, she got the shot in her arm and it hurt so bad she had to have somebody uh, pick her up so she could drive. And I was like, I can't imagine an amount of pain in my arm that I couldn't drive. I can't even if somebody fucking hit my arm with an axe. I would still be able to drive. It would suck I'm, and it would hurt, but I just can't imagine a, to like drive to the hospital. If yeah. somebody axed my arm, I could still drive to the hospital. <laughs> well, and also I grew when the way I grew up is you would get in trouble if you got hurt. Like if you broke, like you better get up. Like you better get up now. We can't go to the hospital. My mom will be so fucking mad at me if I go if I broke my arm right now. Yeah. Or if I yeah. So you got to be able to brush it off. I'm sure a shot. I don't think a shot is going to take me down, considering the other shit that I've brushed off. I mean, and how sore could it possibly be? It's like. I have, do you understand that when I was a fucking kid, you would do this thing called frogging people and it was maybe the most painful thing that ever happened to me in, in my life up to this point where you would take your hand, I'm going to do it for the people in the chat, you would make a fist, but then you would put your, your, this finger up, the, the middle finger up a little bit and you would just hit somebody as hard as you could right here on the side of the arm, goddamn arm would go numb after yeah. it and it would just hurt and you would like get dizzy and you'd be like breathing heavy and stuff like that and like that happened to me every day for like months or when you play babolgies you ever play babolgies <laughs> yes for the listeners babolgies is basically what happens is um basically when you you do babolgies you all you you pinkies in, you lock pinkies with a friend, and you're like, we're playing babolgies now. So that there's no misunderstanding that somebody's not playing babolgies. And then as soon as you do it, as soon as you do it, if you say a word 
that starts with B, you get punched until you say Bobogies. Yeah, we said Bobogies. Same thing. <laughs> right, you know? right. But, but it yeah. was, you get punched until you say it. Also. And it would hurt so bad. Your friends would just come at you like fucking maniacs, man. Especially if you didn't realize you said a B word. Yeah. You'd just be talking and you'd say like a B word and then you would just get fucking slaughtered by people. And that yeah. hurts. But I could still drive after a Bobogies game. <laughs> yeah yeah um i guess you should ask like the the person administering the shot is this worse than bobojis yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna, gonna ask on him. the scale of bobojis <laughs> how much worse is this that somebody said remember mercy yes i don't play mercy to tell you the truth like i uh uh not strong enough very thin wrists uh couldn't couldn't play mercy uh did do the uh eraser thing Oof. Where you get the hand out and yeah. you go up against another person and you just erase until you somebody know gives up. somebody gives up. And uh, I think that had a problematic name, but it was a tough man's game. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Forged in fire. Yeah. Schoolhouse games. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bobojis was just the motherfucker of all things. So fun. I got we punched should... so hard. Next time we go on a family vacation, we'll play Bobojis. I'll play. I'm in. <laughs> Pinky swear. All right. Let's uh, uh let's uh, uh take some fucking call sack tapping. No, I couldn't. I could never even think about sack tapping. Oh yeah, that was popular. Also monkey. That was popular bubble. in the two thousands. Yeah. That's like two thousands people were sack tapping. Back when I was a kid, you didn't sack tap. And if you did, I wouldn't have played that. So, you know. Yeah. Bloody knuckles. <laughs> I've seen some nasty games of bloody knuckles in my day. Like really like hand out guy has his arm, his eyes closed and he's like gritting his teeth. And the other guy is like way back. Just whop. And you're just like, that hurts you too, dude. Yeah. I mean, but when you're, here's the thing, when you're doing the punching, it hurts less. That's just the yeah. fact. It's like headbutts. People are always like, why would you headbutt somebody? It'll hurt your head. It's like, no, it hurt. If you're doing the head budding, it hurts a lot. Yeah, your force. Yeah. Your energy. Yeah. Makes it not hurt. Um, Yeah. Also, we did. uh, I saw her in the chat. uh, Mira Gonzalez is in the chat. Uh, We did the episode of Get Motivated with her about uh, how to win friends and influence people. It was a lot of fun. Really good show. Um, And the book is really really sinister i think that the best point that we made was that it's called how to win friends not make friends you know like their prizes yeah 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 yeah. that is a a hell of a book uh a lot of like the friend the the getting friends part is the most obvious shit ever it's like but it's also like not like it's always like don't don't disagree with people when they're wrong, and it's like okay, I mean, but that, what yeah. what kind of friendship do I have if I can't disagree with you and you're wrong? Don't ever. I mean, don't actually wrong. Yeah. By exactly. the way, not like I'm not saying like wrong, as in like they said something. I'm saying like if somebody says two plus two is five, you're not supposed to argue with them. <laughs> oh yes, Mister yes, Mister Timothy, that's true. How about that Dodge Ram truck though out there? Yeah. Um, all right, you ready to take calls? Yeah, always. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hello, Street Fight. This is Leo in Kansas City. What's up, Leo? Uh, How's it going? I'm calling to respond. 
It's going good. I'm, I'm excited for you, Brian, that you're getting your vaccine this week. That's great news. I am vaccinated tomorrow, baby. Uh, Vaccine and relaxing. Yes. Uh, I'm calling to respond to something that you, you were talking about on the Wednesday show. Brian, I, I think I have an underwear solution for you. Okay. 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 I got Google up right okay. now. So instead of boxers. Go ahead. Instead of boxers or briefs, I wanted, I wanted to submit for consideration. Have you ever thought about just doing a wrestler's singlet under your clothes? <laughs> Somebody... It would be like a tank top and bike shorts combined into a single garment, you know? You know yeah. what? It's actually a really fucking good idea. Keeps the nipples in check, too? I, I, my nipples aren't a problem. It's a good idea. I have, I have joke reasons and real reasons why this is a good idea, but I think that of all people walking around planet Earth, you could definitely pull it off. I, I don't know. I mean, it does sound like it could work. It wouldn't show. Nobody would see it. You know? Yeah, and you are uncomfortable with your That's whole body. So that yeah. covers like all the areas that you don't want to see. Like you would feel, I think, very like at ease having like the whole thing covered up like that. What do we think my wife Absolutely. would think you about it? You never have to worry about <laughs> no gut show. You never have to worry about anyone seeing your midriff. Or your ass crack ever again. I might buy one and just see what it's like. You know, just as in like, uh, hey guys, I tried the singlet. Yeah, I want to. I want to see it. And then I'll Put get addicted the to card. the goddamn singlet. Hey, I'm going to get addicted to the singlet. It's sounding better and better. The more that I'm hearing, I'm just like, this would keep everything together. My underwear wouldn't slide down at all, you know? All um, right, I'm on Strength Shop USA. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean you know they you can get them you can get them for under 20 dollars a pair and you were saying you think you have to spend like 35 dollars on a good pair of underwear but you know that's not necessarily true i'm getting one i'm buying a singlet i am i gotta find a black oh my god now see i just saw a really thin guy in a singlet and it bothered me. And now I'm kind of like, what am I going to look like? But I'll look like Rhino. Yeah, you'll look powerful. Yeah. You, you get some chalk for like the end of the bed. And then you can just like, when you take your shirt and pants <laughs> off, just chalk your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking into it. I, I am going to find a rat. This is a good idea. I got to admit, yeah, I was skeptical about this when you first brought it up. But now I feel like this is a, like a really good idea. So... Uh, I'm in, I'm into it. I gotta yeah, find one that's yeah. not red because if I raise my arms and red shows up, that's a little. People will be like, "What's wrong with this guy? Are they do they breathe though? Because I'm outside a lot." Well, I, I've it's never worn red. one, but I mean, they come in spandex, <laughs> they come in cotton, they come in blend. Yeah, it breathes. It's Ooh, made for nylon swimming in. Okay, I'm looking. I'm, I'm going to find one and order one. I'm going to fucking... Listeners, I'm trying a singlet. That's just the way it is. I love this idea. I'm doing it. I'm We're getting solving one. the problem. It's got to work. I think bikini cut underwear also is also nope. the other way to go with that. Have you ever heard of a phrase called chub rub? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, chub rub. Okay. Yeah. That's wow. why I don't do bikini cut underwear. Right. right. Brad, I'd like to put in, you know, I'd like to uh, agree with you on bikini cut. I, I made the switch about 10 years ago. I never looked back. Hell yeah. 
Damn. Living confidently. I used to love taking my boxers and just pulling them right up my ass and tucking them right in my thighs and just walking around like that. It was. I do like a lot of times if my wife, when I get home from the podcast and my wife, if she's still awake, I, I, I'll take my shoes off. I'll take, you know, the pants and the shirt and I'll just have the underwear on and I'll pull it up over my <laughs> stomach under my titties. <laughs> And I'll just stand there and just look at her like, eh? Yeah. eh? And she hates it. She doesn't, she's never turned on by it. You did it for me at a hotel one time. <laughs> yeah, it looks so stupid. It's amazing. Go, eh? <laughs> eh? You look like a big ass baby. Yeah. I think I have a picture of it in my phone in shorts. I do it in my boxers for the wife, and it's just. It looks so bad. Like nothing looks worse than me with my hat off, with my pants pulled up all the way under my titties and just just glaring. And, you know, I don't have a shirt on with the wife. So it's kind of like it just doesn't look good. One time I put my. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I do like playing around with my drawers. But this singlet idea, I've I am ordering a singlet right now as we go. And I'm going to give you credit for it, Leo. Thank you for this idea. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking the call. I, I got nothing to plug. I'm just going to say everyone should smoke more weed. That's okay, it. cool. Yeah. Thanks Dr. for calling. Dr. Dre said so. This is great. This is a great idea. I wish they had a flesh-colored singlet. You know we, what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to have a new, like, me, me singlet. Me singlet? <laughs> me singlet.com. Once a month, you get like a pizza singlet. Oh, they have Adidas. Uh-oh. You know I like that brand. Uh-oh. Favorite brand. Oh, and it's on my favorite website, East Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get a pen out, circle everything you want, then make the hard decision on what you're going to get. <laughs> and make sure to leave money uh, left over for the crutch field. Yep. Because <laughs> that's going to come in the mail any day now. Yeah, yeah. You're in trouble. <laughs> I can't find one in my size. Oh, that's not fair. That's black. I want a black one. Okay. I don't yeah. want a red one. I want to lift my shirt and people will be like, hey, what's this guy wearing under his shirt? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that one of those like private superhero guys? <laughs> no, don't think that. Don't think I'm turning into a superhero. I need a large. It looks like I need a large for my weight. They, they, it's a large singlet, not an XL. See, I would be more likely to buy an XL of something. I'm looking. Yeah, I feel like I would be on stop. If I had one of those, I would just throw it on and start tackling everybody. (laughs) 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 Like, you could come at him like this and then be like, you know what's up. You fucking know what's about to happen to you. I'm about to shoot on you. I'm about to do a two leg shoot on you. (laughs) <laughs> guys i'm gonna about to t- I, it's gonna ha- i'm turning into a singlet guy I just found one for 690 or 29.99 okay that's cheaper than dick underwear 30 bucks okay add to cart all right we're Proceed moving to check out this thing is really moving i don't know what katie's gonna say like, katie's not gonna like this but you know what to tell you the truth it's not her body you know right. this is all <laughs> mine <laughs> This is your personal expression. <laughs> uh, you ready to take another call? Yeah. Uh, this next one is, uh, well, I'd love to hear their their expertise on this, but this is uh, Rory from Jalopnik. Rory! Is our next caller. Thanks for calling Street Fight. How's it going? Hey. 
It's uh, real good. How about you? Great. How are oh, wow. you? You saved yeah. my life. Or actually, yeah. what yeah. you did is you saved me a bunch of money. Uh, uh, you yeah, saved my happened? life. Uh, so tell me what happened. He called me and told me that it was fixed, which I was very perplexed by because yeah. uh, I didn't. I told him that I would be dealing with the other people. You know what I mean? Those people. Uh, um, the consumer affairs. And then he's mm -hmm, just like, mm -hmm. it's fixed. And I was like, uh, okay. So I, I luckily I had the seven fifty to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, I, I was like, okay, fine. I need all the paperwork that you've done for my car. All the, all the repairs you've done for my car. Uh, uh, because I'm talking to a journalist about this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh when i came in the next day he was like well first of all he was freaked about the journalism thing you know he was yeah. he was so freaked and then when i came in the next day they knocked it down to 175 dollars so wow wow I, it, dude i should try that myself <clears throat> it, yeah just say journalist it scares the <laughs> shit out of him yeah i mean what wow. i did was what I did, I mean, I, I, he, I, I kind of told them, uh, I kind of told them like that after that, that like, you know, I'm a podcaster, a journalist contacted me because like I ended up apologizing in the end because they hooked me up, but yeah. like he was ripping me off. I, you don't give somebody $600 off on something that you're right about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, the margin was uh, was six hundred dollars. The you know between their costs and the actual charge it was six hundred bucks. So yeah. if they can afford to wipe that out, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's uh, that's really good to hear. I, I hate hearing uh, people being taken advantage of by the car dealers. Yeah, is that um? Uh, have you been following along with like the story with like Kia and Hyundai uh, doing recalls on cars? Yeah, yeah. 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 A little bit. Um, and like that, that stuff's not uncommon and it's, it's good. Like, you know, if your car's fucked up, you want to have someone come, uh, you know, you want to have it repaired and, and you want to know about it, but like a dealer using that as an opportunity to make money is like mega shady to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah. It, it, it's what Brett said you know, while this was going on about like, so the, 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 um, the note says that your car might catch on fire. So you're going to bring yeah. it in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And yeah, you don't, you don't really want that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you bring it in and if every time you bring it in, it's not the, it's not this recall, then like, I mean, if your engine my car during the summer at the same dealership, I went in and said, it's not shifting right because I don't know anything about cars, mm -hmm. but it was really the catalytic mm -hmm. converter, but they charged me for mm -hmm. a transmission before we figured that out, you know, because I yeah, said that, it wasn't shifting. Never, right. That should never happen. Right. Because that they should, should fucking yeah. drive it and see what it is and not depend on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah the the onboard diagnostic yeah that's uh that's crazy and like you know who knows how many people they've done that to or how many times they've like you know 
pulled it over on somebody who like never thought twice about paying for something like that. And then like, it, yeah, that's, that's very, very shady. And like, unfortunately, like that's kind of, um, how car dealers operate. Like I, I don't really, you know, they, they are like a legally protected cartel in, and like, you know, uh, spend tons of money lobbying to make sure that car companies can't sell cars direct to consumers. And then like, this is how they behave. And it's like, there are really no consequences for it because they're like, you know, they're like the ultimate small business tyrant in whatever town they're in. That's what's interesting about it to me is that like, you know, I, I was taking such shots at Kia and Brett's like, we should do a fuck Kia stream. And it's like, Kia sucks. You know, like their cars are lighting on fire and stuff. I'm not like defending (laughs) Kia, but it seems like, Mm -hmm. like it's the local, it's the, like these dealers, they just pay a licensing fee to own the dealership, right? It's a, it's it's an independent business. Uh, and they're, they're totally like, there are things that Kia corporate can like do to, to like punish them or reward them. But ultimately like they're their own business. And like, you know, that they, in a lot of ways have more power over the way they operate than Kia does. It's not like they're the Apple store and Apple, you know, uh, calls them up and tells them like to move the iPods and they move them. It's, it's a totally different dynamic. Um, and like, really fucked up and like it's because again like you know if you look at like your local state like state representative or state senator or whatever like look at near the top of the donor list uh like people who are supporting them it's always like liquor distributors and car dealers it's like two businesses that have no real reason to exist anymore but it's like you know like as long as they keep donating to whatever your state rep then they get to continue to operate like this weird semi-independent uh like operation it's it's very bizarre it's like one of those american things that like you know if you like start breaking it down and the average consumer knew how like how insane it was like no nobody would say like okay yeah this makes sense like these like this this structure makes sense and this is good like everybody would say no that's crazy like why, you know, why don't we find a better way to do it? But it's like, it's like, you know, a product of this, it's like your local cable company, like all these businesses who like basically pay for a right to fuck over consumers. And like, there's no retribution. There's nothing you can do about it. Like, that's the way it is. Yeah. I, I'm now Sorry, I'm like, in my house. Uh, uh, I am now in the uh, fighting against getting a new car thing. Cause I don't want to deal <sighs> with. I don't now want to deal with another car dealership. And yeah. and I, I'll ask you, because you're the editor of Jalopnik, this is great, and Brett's here, he's a car guy. Like, what should I fucking get? If I'm if I'm forced, which it seems as though I'm being forced to get yeah. a car soon, buy a new car. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. brand that rich people don't drive is one that's not going to fucking blow up like this Kia? Dodge, Dodge Viper. No, uh, I think, uh, so what are your, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. What are your, what are your like parameters? You got, uh, like what is the rough, you need four seats or three seats? Uh, 
Are you still a car seat? No, no, no. My daughter's 16. I just need four seats. Oh, shit. And I also need, like, uh, uh, Bluetooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stereo. I, all I care about is the stereo yeah. and the uh, uh, enough seats. But also one that, like... <clears throat> You know, when I was growing up, you would be like, your your parents would be like, buy a Nissan, give it oil changes mm-hmm. every 300,000 miles, and you'll never have to worry mm-hmm. about that. Or 3,000 miles, and you'll never have to worry about it again. You know? It's just, that's 300,000 would probably be fine, too. I know. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I agree. I you don't have to give oil changes. <laughs> that's crazy. Just put no, new oil just, in. Just put more oil in. That's, the, yeah, that's what I always say. In. Yeah, you know, uh, I heard earlier you were talking about the oil being low and and not dripping or leaking, and that would be to me like an indication that it's burning a little bit of oil, which is bad. Um, so, like, some oil may be seeping past your piston rings and getting into the um, getting into the fuel mixture. Um, also, fucks up a catalytic converter. Explain. They said that. Yeah. That, hey, here's say, the fucking thing. Which would explain your cat. Yeah. Here's the fucking thing. This they is- said that when I took it in. Yeah. And if you go online yeah. and search my model of car and like that yeah. issue, they are replacing engines for that issue. But like they're really yeah. the people that, that got it done. They had a much thicker constitution than really? I do because I can't do, I can't with the fighting. I can't fight these people, yeah. you know? It's a nightmare. I, I, used, I, I like when I was, yeah, exactly. But when I was younger, I would spend all day on the fucking phone arguing with customer service people to get whatever $5 knocked off my cable bill because I didn't have service or what, like, yeah, I, I was like one of those people. But yeah, now it's like, I just, I, Every day, you know, I'm exhausted 24 hours a day. And like the idea of like voluntarily entering into a battle with like a big corporation, like there's, there's, there's hardly an amount of money that would be worth doing it for. It's so not I hear even, you like that. It, again, it's these, these used or these car dealership owners that you're fighting with. I should, here's what yeah. I shouldn't have done. Here is the mistake I made. And I'll tell I made two mistakes. All right. For everybody here, I will admit to two mistakes. One, Kia. Shouldn't have bought a Kia. I understand that. Two, certified pre-owned. Shouldn't have bought a used car. Haven't bought a used car in many, many years, but for some reason got weak and bought a used car. The new ones are too expensive. I I, got to say, though, like, I, I, not exclusively, but I usually buy used cars. Like, my car... You know, prior to um, me getting married and getting a new car for my wife, I had only owned one car that was newer than 30 years, uh, 30 years old. And like, I, I generally like, if you take a ton of time and are a real like asshole about um, like trying to find a car that's like super well maintained, like used cars can be okay. I like generally, I would say like, I don't like to buy cars that I don't know anything about. So like buying a used car from a dealership where you can't like verify service history and all that stuff is usually a no. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I will say too, like generally speaking, like Kias have been pretty good cars recently. Like newer Kias have been pretty good. Like the 15, 20 years ago, absolute bottom of the barrel dog shit car. Um, so it's, 
yeah, it's like your car is having an issue and there's like some pretty widespread problems now with uh, the recall stuff. But like generally speaking, like they're okay. Uh, reasonably, reasonably high quality. Um, but I would say like, as far as a recommendation, like the, the car that I always recommend to somebody who's like, look, I just need transportation that's comfortable and like is fun to drive. And like, I always said like, just buy a Honda or Toyota. Like it's the most boring answer in the world, but like, like the cars just work. Yeah. Oh dude. Honda Odyssey. Like I, I uh, I did a review of the new Odyssey, like, and also actually the biggest like indicator of this, my parents uh, drive a Honda Odyssey, and like that's what I recommended for them. So like, if I'll put my mother in a car, you know that I feel like pretty strongly about it. But um, yeah, the Honda Odyssey rips. It's like I I think the review said it was like a supercar for dads. It's like it's like you know driving a mclaren if instead of going fast you're trying to like have your family in the car <laughs> it's, a, it's a minivan though <laughs> i i i'm not gonna need even I, i'll be able to drive a two-seater in two years or Dude, you, this year you should get you should get you should get a two-seater like you should get like you have one car in the household or two one we're a one car house but three drivers uh, like starting oh, in yeah. a couple months. So it's going to have to be something that it's going to, yeah, it has to be decent, you know, but like, yeah, yeah. I'm not, a. I, I'll probably, I mean, a Honda, I'll get a Honda. I think I can get a Honda or a Toyota now, or even a Mazda. Yeah. yeah. Miata. You Dude, and the Mazda wife get a Miata. What? Get a Miata, MX5. Oh, We're not getting a Miata. We might Dude, get, we might could get a uh, Volkswagen. That might be worth getting. I, I uh, always wanted one though. Yeah. It, I uh I got that's what my wife drives, uh GTI. It's like a uh 20 no, it was like $26,000. Uh it's like a little turbo hatchback. Ooh, it's turbo. really fun to drive. And it's it's quick. Like it's not like, you know, it's not a rocket, but it's like it's fast and it's like faster. It's the faster car than I'll ever need it to be. Um, and I really dig it. Like it's like, uh, practical enough. I can get two car seats in the back, which is like the life stage that I'm in right now. Yeah. I can get the dog all the way in the back. Uh, and it's a stick and like, I could, couldn't be happier with it. Although I did have like a weird, um, a weird issue. It sat, for like five months during the first part of COVID and um, the turbo, the wastegate on the turbo, the actuator froze just from sitting, uh, which ended up being a huge pain in the ass, not a huge pain in the ass, a minor pain in the ass. So are you Um, a a friend of mine, their, their Prius, the Prius battery dies pretty quick if you aren't driving it regularly. And they said the local Prius, mm -hmm. the local Prius group was full of people like, uh, do I have to replace the like big battery on my car or can I just go get a new one from AutoZone? Like the regular battery. What does that mean? Like, do you, well, the big battery is like 4,000 bucks, but like it's a regular car battery is whatever, yeah. hundred bucks, but that's all it is. But everybody was like yeah. nervous that it was going to cost them Uh-oh. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the yeah. family wants a Subaru, so that might just be the move. Just to, that's what they want. And yeah, I don't, we make a little more money I, these I like, days. Like we, can, we can do it, you know. 
Not the premium yeah. or the sport. With the leather just, seat. Just the regular old Subaru. <laughs> just as uh, what's there's, the there's, what's the escort uh, uh, version of <laughs> Subaru's escort? The Impreza. Yeah, or the, the Legacy. Yeah, yeah, dude. That those are red. Like those. There's those are really nice, comfortable cars now, and like, um, really like closer. Like Mazda and Subaru are like. Like every car is a luxury car now. Like every single car you can buy, like has all the stuff on it and like, you know, nice interior fit and finish. Like pretty much everybody knows, except like Tesla, everybody knows what they're doing uh, as far as like how to put a car together. But like the Subarus are really, you know, like when I was a kid, a Subaru was like, you know, you live in Vermont and you need all wheel drive because it snows, you know, whatever, 40 inches a, a week. And like, um, you don't really care about your interior and you have like 15 dogs just shedding all over everything. Like that was who bought Subarus. And now they're like, you know, it's like Patagonia, like, like Lux, Lux outdoorsy people. Yep. That's me though. I'm an REI yeah. guy. I'm a, I'm actually a member of Are the really? REI co-op. <laughs> yeah. Um, co-op. Dude, yeah. So am I. I'm a member of the REI co-op. Uh, I have $57 in co-op bucks and, Ooh. uh, you know, <laughs> I don't ever camp, and I yeah. I mostly just walk in the city. But I do consider myself a Patagonia type now that doesn't wear any Patagonia. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, cargo sure. pants. Yeah, sure, know? absolutely. I mean, I like the idea of <laughs> being a be- Patagonia guy, but I don't make you know I don't make a hundred thousand dollars a year. So you got to yeah. make a hundred thousand dollars yeah. a year to be a Patagonia guy, right? To yeah. not blink at those or, half or, zips, or you could. You can put it on your Christmas list, or you can buy it from like um, Sierra Trading. That's what I, that's my move. Is like when it's two or three years old, and it kind of like looks like a little bit dated, and everybody can tell that like you bought the two or three year old one. That's usually my. That's when I swoop in. The smartest. Makes a good. Oh, a good Aquamarine! Nobody bought Aqua Aquamarine. Yeah. This is my time to shine. <laughs> right? Yeah, I can't <laughs> believe. The I best, can't believe this is on sale. The best thing that ever happened to me was I went to a streetwear. Uh, flea market that it was called the streetwear uh, uh swap meet and i went to this thing i took my daughter and this guy was selling a kid size extra large patagonia coat and uh for 40 bucks uh-huh. i got uh, my daughter a patagonia yeah. coat for 40 bucks and she just she's still wearing it yeah you know it's hell yeah and she was yeah. like impressed with it yeah. and everything didn't buy anything else at the whole swap i didn't buy a single other thing but you know <laughs> gotta have those brands <laughs> yeah the trip well, thanks. We, we th- used to go by. Go ahead. No, you go. You go. It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, we used to go by, like, uh, when I was a kid growing up, we, like, would go buy uh, discontinued or, like, damaged, uh, like, ski stuff. So we would always have, like, the rich kids would go skiing and they would have, like, brand new. Spider was, like, the brand to have. Like, the cool. Everybody who's had rich parents would wear these, yeah. like, spider vests and stuff. And we would go buy them that were like half sewn up or like, you know, had the logo missing or were ripped or whatever from my cousin used to like bring in truckloads of them, uh, some shady deal he had anyway. uh, Yeah. Just, um, just like gross, you know, like half used or messed up, but we still thought that was pretty cool. And then you could like kind of hide, you know, the damage or like the, (laughs) the bad parts of them, but, uh, pretty good, pretty solid. Yeah, I was like, man, I need to get a new pair of these fucking pants, man. I ripped these all up. 
from wearing them from the oh, time they were yeah, new. Yeah, I wear yeah. them all the time. I've had yeah, these wear them. Yeah. six yeah. months. These things are trash. Well, yeah, I guess I'll like... get another $1,800 pair of bibs. You know, I have enough money to afford it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst time of your yeah, life. When, my dad gave me that. When you were a teenager and you had to pretend like your parents had money. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And they didn't. And oh. you were just like fucking like. Yeah, man, you know, these $85 shoes I have aren't going to be the only shoes I have for the whole school year. <laughs> yeah. And then in fucking, and then in like fucking May, you're walking around and they have like, they're talking, the the soul is flapping in front. You're just like, just having that time. Yeah. Just haven't had time to go to the store yet and get new shoes. I'm not going to waste my good shoes at school, yeah. man. This is all function here. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm not going to waste my good <laughs> yeah. shoes at school. <laughs> I remember like cutting the uh, the Wrangler jeans logos off of the back of my jeans, like cutting the little like leather piece off, yeah. so people didn't know that I wore Wranglers. It's like, no, these are just un- these are custom, really. They're unbranded. They're so bespoke. These are these. bespoke jeans. Unbranded yeah. though is a brand yeah. that you can get that is pretty nice. So that would work now. That's- it would work. Yeah, I was born at the wrong time, really. You think about it. I know. You know what? These kids don't even care about brands anymore. That's all they care about. I know. Not mine. I mean, she wants to wear Nike all the time, but she doesn't like like the expensive, expensive shit. What do you have? Like forty dollars shits. You yeah, know. I think you've only mentioned all the brands that's, that your kid wants. I mean, I feel like yeah, that's all I've heard is the brands. Mm. The car's the wrong brand. The jacket's the. That's true. The right yeah, brand. cars is the wrong brand. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, well, this is not not adding up for me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think about the cars. I'm just thinking about the clothes. Mm. She's not like a big clothes yeah. brand. Well, I'm a clothes brand guy. I'm big into brands on my clothes. So, you know, you got you got to have the label. You got to be. You got to let people know how you're living. Yeah, yeah. That rich. podcast money. Very rich. Well, well, thanks for calling, Rory. We <laughs> yeah. appreciate it um yeah absolutely uh where can we find more of what you I, do is it jalopnik.com i'm at you got some good stuff i'm at jalopnik.com and at rory underscore carol on twitter um but yeah thanks for having me on it's a, a real pleasure and i uh, hopefully we'll talk to you guys soon thanks yeah, for I, saving me money yeah appreciate it have a good one yeah <laughs> yeah you too that was okay. awesome honda Honda or Toyota? Yeah, I think the, we're the, in, chat, the chat was overwhelmingly Toyota. Yeah, we're in. They were like, we got to get a new car. And I was like, in one year. And they were like, mm, no, not in one year. And I was like, uh, mm, not ready for this conversation yet. And just dipped out. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm actually trying to be the unfun guy. Because, you know, it's spending money. I love spending money. It's like one of my top favorite things is shopping. I just don't. I was like. Let's wait till the vaccine kicks in and stuff. You know, you don't want to go before we get the vaccine. You know, <laughs> like just trying to put yeah, it off. Kick the any idea I can come up with, you know, or buy a car, can't go on vacation at the end of the year. So that's going to be fucked up. You know, why don't we wait until. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The most cars I've seen over 200,000 miles have been Hondas. I have to say. Yep. In my opinion, the Honda boys. All right. Uh, let's see. Next call. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, fellas. How's it going? Great. How are it you? It's Brian in Texas. What's up, Brian? Hey. How's it going? So I just wanted to tell you a quick little story about my Friday night tweeting. So I'm just sitting there scrolling 
and somehow or another LAPD HQ verified account comes up on my timeline. I don't follow them, you know, just, you know, how it does. Yeah. And they say there's been an officer involved shooting in the area of Sixth Street and Bonnie Bray within LAPD's Rampart Division. The public information officer is responding to the scene and we will provide more details as they become available. And I looked and I was like, there's no interaction on this tweet yet. I, I got to give them something. So I said, as many people do, how was the officer involved? And uh, they responded, actually. They said, maybe you missed this part, dot, dot, dot. What? Quoted themselves. And we will provide more details as they become available. Wow. And then I was like, Jesus Christ. And then all of a sudden my notifications just explode with hundreds of people replying to that tweet saying, how fucking dare you stop shooting people. This is the fifth person who shot this week and just handing them their ass. And I was like, good. I, I, you know, frankly, I'm surprised they took the bait because, you know, they should be used to getting heckled on Twitter. Yeah. The police do get a lot of shit. I don't feel like it's required for them to be on there. I don't see why they would, they do it at all. I mean, the Columbus Division of the police doesn't do shit on there, really. They share their propaganda stuff. That's true. Yeah. But like LAPD, you know, every time, you know, officer whatever farts in his car, they have to post. But I was like, okay, heckle them on this time they shot somebody. And they bit with a snarky little comeback. And then hundreds, I had to mute it like an hour later. Because hundreds of people responding to them. Was their little smart ass remark. And then uh, after that, they deleted their response. Oh, shit. So hopefully, hopefully somebody like got fired over that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, yeah, I, I think they I just. I not believe that. It's, it's very easy to get away with that. You can just hit delete and, and act like it never happened and, and just keep doing your regular yeah. thing. Uh, I, yeah, I, I really don't see the necessary reason for them to be on there. It's, you know, like we've we've said in multiple different ways, is they really just don't like that we can share our opinion openly. It fucking just bugs exactly. them that people have a website of where you can say unfiltered thoughts about the police. Uh, it really fucking bugs them. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I mean, the way that people came out of the woodwork to take them to task on their little smart-ass remark. I was like, this, there's good in the world, you know, there's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're outnumbered here. I think. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, a lot of people are tired of it. A lot of people do have their heart in the right yeah. place, but, uh, there's just still, we still, I, I just don't, I don't want there to be more murders to justify why we have to stop this. Like, I don't know exactly how we yeah. keep it. We need to keep it George Floyd level until it changes. Like we can't give up. We can't yeah. give any sort of, we can't let them have any breathing room. There's just no reason. They're, they're not going to learn their lessons. They're not going to change their behavior. Um, but And and I think exactly a lot right. of people do agree that they're not doing the right thing and they aren't overall uh, a good for, for, you know, society. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I just – that that was, I thought, emblematic of kind of how they see things. Like they can just snap back and it's like you just shot somebody for the fifth time this week and yeah <laughs> and they think they can just make a smart little remark to random twitter user brian <laughs> yeah anyway they, yeah they um yeah, i mean I, I just they're out and open i mean you saw the way that the the officer reacted in atlanta 
Um, the police are part mm-hmm. of the problem, a huge part of the problem. They perpetuate all this stuff and uh, they, they can't be reformed or trusted in any way. Thin skin, too. Absolutely. Extremely thin yeah, skin. That's, that's what I was saying about the thin skin is that, like, seriously, you can't just take that little bit of somebody being annoyed at you for shooting someone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Fuck them. That's how they are. They, they are so thin skin. Anyway, yeah. uh, that's, that's the all cops. I got. Shout all out. Right. Thank you, guys. Thanks Thank for you guys calling. For yeah. Doing the shout out to striking grad workers at Columbia. Hell yeah. And everywhere Hell else yeah. in the country. All yeah. Right. Look right. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. Pretty soon with that Amazon boat, right? Next week? I don't know. Is that what it is? <clears throat> we think it's next timeline. week. I think it's next week. I saw Nina Turner was down there. Um, Ted Turner? No, Nina Turner. Oh. The good Turner. I was going to say, why would Ted the Turner? only good Turner. Well, he brought wrestling to America. He almost beat Vince McMahon, but I'm looking it up. Uh, you ready for more calls? Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm looking. Thanks for calling Street March twentieth. Who are we talking to tonight? That was yesterday. Hey, how's it going? Um, I think I would like to remain anonymous. Go for it, Terry. If I'm going, yes, uh, I am going to talk about some uh, stuff that I signed in the non-disclosure agreement about Ooh. a little bit ago. Um, yeah, so you guys have been uh, talking about uh, very. I remember uh, a couple weeks ago you were talking about how uh, companies would have like internal podcasts and yeah. about mattresses in general. And I thought it would be a nice opportunity to finally call in and talk about my experience as a former employee at Squarespace Incorporated. Oh, really? Wow. And you and you were you what were you doing for them? I was working uh for them via their customer operations and uh that is the branch of the company that does all of the um live chatting, email responses, Pretty much all the stuff. Customer service stuff. Text-based customer service? Yeah, definitely tech-based customer service stuff for sure. Because, um, you know, Squarespace's whole uh, pitch and motto is, you know, anybody should be able to create a website, which is, you know, probably true. But uh, the problem with their platform is that um, they've invested a, a huge amount of money in saying that it's simple and it's easy and that anyone can do it. And I would just like to clarify that while uh, editing a website completely from from scratch uh, via any kind of programming language is probably more difficult than Squarespace, um, taking time and effort and uh, making a website look chic and good and whatever they're trying to make a website look like uh, is difficult and takes time. And I know that because I talk to people all the time who don't understand how the platform works and, uh, they're not wrong for not understanding it. No, I don't think I could do it for sure. I mean, maybe 
But like, uh, uh, I always found those even even the sites where you can set up your website to be very difficult to use. But yeah, there's there's huge there's huge issues that are that uh, exist within that platform. Like you know, you know the they in theory what they're trying to do it does make sense. It's like you know there should be an accessible way to make a website, but there's just lots of little things that all pile up usually into one you know, big mess, like, you know, if you can sort of like picture a browser window, just kind of a big rectangle, you know, what'll happen oftentimes is people will have like a, a banner image that they'll want to put in their website and they'll be like, Oh, I, I love this banner image you know, or I love this image. I'm going to put it up there. And oftentimes people will use perhaps a, a photo from their phone, but a phone photo is a <laughs> vertical image. Yeah. And uh... if you try to take a vertical image, and you throw it into Squarespace's uh, little mini algorithm, it'll smush it up, so you only see a small portion of it, and then that's when you get hundreds upon hundreds of chats, emails, etc., all coming to us being like, why is my photo all messed up? And then just take a problem like that and multiply it by 100. And uh, that is the kind of stuff that we deal with. I gotta ask, uh, how many uh text i did i did a little bit of this for a internet service provider back in the early 2000s um how how many people do you have to handle at the same time i guess it is like when you're when you're doing the chats because for us it was like five i think we only had to talk to five people at the same time it's uh, kind of as multiple as much as you can situation. Oh when shit! I worked there. Yeah, when I worked there, we were doing <clears throat> concurrent chats for sure. So I mean, it obviously depended on how busy we were, but like always, almost always two at the very least. And uh, there are two types of uh, metrics that uh, were put into our KPI, which is some sort of I can't even remember what the what that means, but it's sort of like you know your stats kind of and uh that was emailing and uh chats so they kind of judged you based off of how quickly you were able to answer people's emails and um a way that you sort of help do that is by having hundreds upon hundreds of what are referred to as macros which are abbreviated um uh has like idiosyncratic phrases on your um keyboard so for example if you press like um thx or thanks uh that'll do a shortcut that'll put thanks for responding to us if you have any other questions please let us know so instead of having to you know type out that entire sentence you would just put thx and then that would autofill in and that was like one of the tools that we were supposed to use um so if you've ever wondered why um you know a specific response or something feels automated, even though you, you know a person is on the other end, they're very likely using a macro. Um, and it's sort of this balance between making responses human, but also dealing with as much of, or as many people as you can at once, and as, just, you know, quantity. And it's, it's very difficult to do. Uh, the customer operations department of Squarespace is a, uh, wildly overworked they um you know they're the ones on the front lines of everything i can't speak to the experience of what it's like being 
a designer, an engineer, a VP, anything like that. Um, but I will tell you, though, that the people who work directly above the customer operations people or the team leads are definitely the petty bourgeois of the, com- of the company. Um, they sort of have a monopoly on, like, fun uh, there. So when you ever hear of, like, a tech corporation being like, oh, we have Mario Kart in the break room or, or some, you know, or there's a pinball or a machine or something like that, um, it is almost never the people actually working using those things more often than not it is a tech or excuse me, it is a team lead who for whatever reason has basically been given the sole job of kind of like monitoring their team. And, you know, depending on how cruel or narcissistic or how much they do or don't care, um, either lording over them with metrics or just sort of letting them do their own thing. So, uh, but most of these people are just sort of loser tech wieners so oftentimes they they do lash out and they will kind of make their life very difficult, which is one of the reasons that I got fired. Oh, okay. How did you, so like, did you lash out at somebody? Did you get somebody back when you got fired? I didn't get anyone back. Um, I didn't really have the opportunity. Uh, it was actually... Uh, obviously I'm, I'm, I can't go into huge detail cause I don't want to incriminate myself yeah. exactly what or why I got fired. But, uh, I will say that the outboarding process was, um, extremely unsatisfying because oftentimes you kind of think that you have a bit of autonomy in those situations. Like, you know, you're getting fired. You, you know, if you're not going to, you know, call them fuckers, then you might have a moment to at least speak your piece for a moment and say like, I really think you should do this or this or this, but, um, out, um, outboarding, uh, how would I say this? Like outboarding meetings where a person is leaving the company, um, at least for them only exist if you amicably quit. So if you fire, if you get fired, there's no, um, you know, outboarding meeting where they talk about your experience at the company and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, we are taking, uh, the laptop that we issued you uh, back immediately, and you are gone. And uh, that was kind of my experience. I just left, and I had that sort of, um, uh, what's it called, that sort of uh, parasympathetic, you know, um, response that people often have when they're, they're like, very, very, very stressed, and they kind of have, like, a weird time tunnel-y feeling where you, you know, can't really see in the, (laughs) like you can only see like directly in front of you and, you know, your heart's beating really fast. And I just was able to walk out and then, you know, had that also that sort of like, Oh, well, I guess I'm, I'm kind of free, even though I don't have a a job right now, at least I'm not doing this anymore. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, but they're, you know, they're an incredibly profitable company. They're still privately held. Uh, I can tell, I can't tell you any specific numbers because I don't know them. Um, but like they're worth hundreds of millions of dollars conservatively. Um, they, uh, their CEO is really interesting because he is an actual engineer. You know, he is kind of like, I guess, in Mark Zuckerberg in that way and that he actually knows how to code stuff. Um, but as all CEOs go, you know, 
they get farther and farther away from, you know, the product that they created and it turns into this vast bureaucracy of various people doing, you know, quote unquote jobs, uh, whatever they are. And, uh, I would say that like, while the company isn't, uh, terribly evil, uh, I have looked at their glass door reviews. I take that for what you will. And it seems, uh, since I've been fired there, uh, there is a much bigger discrepancy in how, um, engineers and designers, what their opinion of the company is and what customer operations uh, view of the company is. There's a lot of people, you know, essentially who are like, we are overworked. We do not get paid enough. And it's a complicated feeling to have because when I worked there, I got paid uh, $50,000 a year. And, you know, if you are a young 20 something getting paid 50 grand a year, you don't have like kids and shit. It's tight quite nice you know it's really cool um but the fact of the matter is, is when a company is making hand over you know money hand over fist you know they're a, a sponsor she's not sponsor excuse me they they have advertising on super bowl commercials quite literally that was something that they held in high esteem for themselves is that they they're like we got the super bowl commercial you know they're spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on uh podcast marketing obviously um it's and it's just not going to the people who are, by and large, doing the most work. It's uh, it's uh, you know, just not something you can really get behind. And I have to say, and in the years that have kind of happened, or kind of preceded this, it's been really fascinating to see and hear about tech companies partially uh, unionizing because uh, my experience there was one. Uh, where they, they, we never talked about unions, but I also wasn't really plugged into that scene yet. I wasn't really as radicalized at the time. And, uh, but I can, I, you know, it's like any tech company, you know, they want to be able to control everything from in-house and a union is something that they will not abide. You know, yeah. I, I would not be surprised if you heard about some kind of union being tried to, trying to happen in the next couple of years. Uh, because, um, right now it's, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, work doing those, doing that kind of job, it's obviously not physically demanding, but it's very mentally demanding. Um, you know, when I would get home from work, I would have to, I would work, uh, five days a week, you know, worked about 40 hours a week and, you know, Saturday and Sunday, they were just this, uh, you know, it's just a, a blur, you know? it doesn't make any sense to only have those two days off because really yeah. Saturday you're just recovering from it. And Sunday you just have this, um, this, this like dread going into Monday, you know? Yeah. So, but, uh, if you, if you have any specific questions, I'm, I'm down to answer them. No, I mean, I think that was pretty comprehensive. Uh, yeah. I feel, I feel I understand, but, uh, uh, it, well, you're anonymous, so you can't tell people where to find you. I hope you find another job. Yeah. yeah, have you found another job? Yeah, I have. I have another job. Um, I can't go into detail, obviously, about what I do now, but I will let you know that uh, I have called in before, so uh, you know, you know who I am, um, potentially. And yeah. uh, it's, it's uh, I just, you know, if there's anything I would leave on, it would just be that, uh, you know, the tech world, what it, what it is, it's, you know. 
it's just a different version of what uh, robber barons were doing in the late 19th century, early 20th century. Uh, but instead of calling it monopoly or a lack of, um, you know, oversight, you know, they're just calling it innovation or right some version of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, Terry. Appreciate it. No problem. Uh, talk to you guys later. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh. You want to hit a break? Um, it's a little early, but uh, we... Yeah, let's go ahead and take a bracky break. Got some time. Uh, this week on Street Fight, we've got music from both. B-X-T-H. Uh, SoundCloud.com. Let's see. What's it, what's it called? SoundCloud.com. Oh, it's playing. SoundCloud.com slash Stay Controlled Music. S-T-A-Y-C-L-T-R-D-M-U-S-I-C. Stay Controlled Music. That's the name of the uh, user on Spotify. Uh, Good ass rap from Omaha. I hope you will enjoy it. Uh, If you have music that you want us to play on the show, send us an email. StreetFightRadio at gmail.com or send us a DM. On Twitter and Facebook, we're Street Fight WCRS, Instagram as well. And then on Twitch, we are Street Fight Radio. I'm We're doing the D&D stream on Thursday. So that's happening for free, twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio. That's only happening on Twitch. We're trying to get our numbers up. We want to get that affiliate status. So that's only happening on Twitch. That's the only place to see it, twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio. Thursday night, we are doing the D&D stream. And then the Thursday after that, I'm going to do Drunk Driving with Tanya from Trillbillies. We're going to play Mario Kart after taking six shots of whiskey. Um, But for now, enjoy the music. This is both. uh, We are Street Fight. Watching cartoons, gotta stay in tune. Chilling in the dark room, never had a silver spoon. Mom and grandma did they best though. Kept my ass in check, bro. Yeah, they used to call me fat so That was in the past though. Now I got mad flow after my dinero. Stacking up my pesos, they hear me and they download. These bars I unload, mouth full of gun smoke. Man, Scott, you so dope, man. I know, bro. But I gotta let go, let go my ego, ego. What I say is fuego. Took a break and had to lay low. Now I'm back, so let's go Niggas on the same old shit Didn't make no moves, didn't make no sense Looking in the mirror like where my time went I'm only getting older, time to get on my shit I dropped out of school, haven't been back since My scholarship gone, so fuck that shit I got student loans, I gotta pay back quick I gotta get on, so mom ain't never paying rent uh, What's up, kid? What it is, dude? Trying to make these new moves, searching for a new groove. Yeah, what's up, kid? What it is, dude? Just trying to stay cool, living by my own rules, own rules, own rules. 
gotta get back to the basics Gotta earn your stripes like some K-Swiss Old heads never make sense Try to give advice but can't pay rent Ignorance like that is dangerous Got the hand that trying to take shit Saying you gon' fail before you make it Success so close, I can taste it Martin Luther King with the dream Mama, please let me chase it One day it's gon' make sense I won't waste my intelligence Keep my education very relevant My voice is just an instrument My mind is what I'm gifted with I'm pushing in the path I went is this all by accident? Do I like this rapper shit? Even though that I'm passionate, I'm very multi-talented. Handle my checks and balances. Knowledge is worth the power. Hey everybody, welcome back to Street Fight Radio. Sorry about the song issue there. I don't know what happened, but if you want to hear more, head to uh, Stay Controlled Music, SoundCloud.com/slash/S-T-A-Y-C-L-R-T-R-D-M-U-S-I-C. Good hip hop out of Omaha, Nebraska. Pop out of Omaha. If you like making love at midnight, they're going to take us off the air because I'm singing. uh, uh, I'm singing in such a good voice. They'll think it's the real song. Uh, This comes from Marcus. Thank you, Marcus, for sending it in, sending it in uh, and check out both BXTH music. That's the one to look for. Uh, Thank you for listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for calling. We don't have a lot of people left in the queue, so we will get to you. You ready to take these calls? Let's take some calls. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Nope, oh, that's one last one. Take your phone off mute. Your phone is on mute. I think they're back. Hello? I don't know. I don't think they're back. I can barely hear something. You're, you're barely coming in there. You you're you sound like you're eight miles away from your phone. Literally eight miles. I don't I don't know. I I uh uh I can't barely hear I can't make out what Hello? you're saying. You're getting there a little bit. You're a little closer. Are you very far away, or is it earbuds, or let's do Dude, some tech know. support? <laughs> let's do some tech support real quick. Oh no, you're cutting way out. It's like a, a tin can. <laughs> it's way out there. It's way out there. It's messed up. It is messed up. Is it messed up uh, for you, Brett, or is it my yeah, cord? I can't really hear it. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think your your uh, uh, phone's messed up, sir. If you're not into yoga and you wanna dance, if you want to try to call back, I'll answer yeah, your call. Go ahead and call us back. Call back. We'll answer your call. Thanks we'll for calling. Really nice. Street fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Take your phone off mute. Is this another one? Hey, this is Lindsay. Hey, oh. Lindsay, what's up? Yeah, we can hear you perfectly. Hi. Oh, cool. Um, this is my first time ever calling into something. So, um, well, thanks. It's one uh, more than me. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I just had a couple of. Um, I'm in Los Angeles. Um, I had a couple of uh, small business tyrant stories I wanted to share. Oh, go for it. Yeah, Let's I'm hear sure. it. Um, well, I, I, uh, first one is this really fancy, um, 
retail store in LA that I worked for. I did the web stuff for them and um, it was just me and one other person, but the owner, Kevin, um, this rich white guy, but the name of the store was called Mohawk general store. (laughs) And they sold like really, really, yeah. Like really expensive shit. But with the name, he like, he like signed his emails with called himself chief. So it'd be like Kevin, like chief Mohawk or whatever. Really fucking weird. Yeah. He was, he was wild. And, um, yeah, it was just insane. He like, cause we worked downstairs and like the, whatever, like web team, there was like three of us, but, um, he was like super controlling all this stuff. Like thought he was really cool. Like one time he like got really mad and like, he would throw like temper tantrums. He threw like a potted succulent against the wall one time. Whoa. Um, guys like that. Yeah. He was really gnarly and like, Guys like that, they, they, I love guys that get so mad they throw stuff. For no reason, usually. It's usually something, like, really mild. Like, you take a little too long in the bathroom, I'm going to throw this succulent at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> he was insane. He would get in these, like, crazy rage fits. And, like, like one time he ordered this, like, we didn't know what it was, but all of us who, like, worked in the back part, he, like, was really excited. He got this huge package and, like, I, it was just like a cup, one of those things where like people around you, like no one says anything, but you all like look each other at each other and like know what's going on. And someone's like, Oh, Kevin, this package came for you. And he like rips open this box and it was box. And it was like a five-year-old. He gets like tissue and like packing shit everywhere. And we're all just like, what just happened? And he pulls out this huge like totem pole. Oh, and I was oh. like, that's really inappropriate. He's a white guy. Yeah, he's a white guy, and it's, like, a very, very fancy store. It's, like, very curated, but, like, everything's, like, hundreds to thousands of dollars. It's, like, very, like, cool guy, whatever. Was he, like, my... I mean, here's a question. Uh, Was he, like... Uh Oh, shit, sorry. I don't know. Was he, like, my uh, uh, family? Like, the the family that (laughs) says that they're part Native American, but they're really not. They're just Irish, but they think it sounds more interesting. Right. <laughs> no, that I don't even think he like, he was just like, they like loved that like vibe and aesthetic and just like loved signing things like chief and like referred to himself as that. It was really gross. I have um, never, and he called, I, I gotta huh? tell you, I have, I gotta say, I I would love to have a boss that went by chief for some reason, because like, I've never had a funny boss name, you know, like my boss is never like call call me King shit or anything like that. It's always just like, I'm your boss. So being able to walk in and be like, Hey chief, how's it going? You know, but then if he makes you do like rituals and stuff like that, that's not at all. Yeah, he was, and there was, like, no HR. Like, one time he was literally sitting three feet away from me on the computer and then, like, told the guy who was, like, his assistant to, and the guy who sat, was sitting next to me emailed me saying, like, hey, like, Kevin says you need to get off your phone. And it's, like, seriously? Like, well, I'm literally right here. Also, from what you're saying here, what, what you probably got 10 employees at this place? Yeah. This guy doesn't need an assistant, in my opinion. Right. Like, it's so weird when dudes are just like, yeah, I mean, you know, if I got, here's the thing. 
If I made a hundred thousand dollars, okay. If I made one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, I would have my wife quit and become my assistant because I can't live. I'm too dumb to live. But like, uh, 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 to treat it like it's something that you need is the craziest thing in the world to me. Like, just just guys that are like, I'm gonna hire an assistant. They're gonna like, you know, pick up my dry cleaning and, and like yeah. yell at my employees for me. It's such an odd choice. Yeah, it was like his like super highly paid like not HR person who basically just did all his dirty work. It was really terrible. Um, and then the the other story I have is I worked at a fancy ice cream shop too, and the owner is the owner pete um it was like it, they're like called themselves small business you know but they had like stores in new york and la and stuff not small. um that's not but small he had his per in no, my opinion not, and they would I'm, always i'll say this in my opinion if you have a business in la it's not a small business <laughs> every yeah, business exactly. in la and new york is a big business to me <laughs> yeah and they're all in insanely expensive neighborhoods and like um, it was this place called Van Leeuwen, um, and it's kind of like a Jenny's type of place. Um, but yeah, they were, they were on the Forbes list that year. And I remember all of us were like, uh, stop calling yourself a small business. You're literally like, like your employees see an article about you where you're listed as like a very successful business owner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. They sell I'm I'm on their site now and it's really funny because they do they they sell like packaged bars and stuff. You're not a, small businesses don't have packaging. It's just not like yeah. a, a thing that that people have. Yeah. It's so funny though because if you call yourself a small business then you can mm -hmm. you know, we've said this a million times. If you call yourself a small business, you can get away with anything. You know, yeah. you can just say whatever yeah. you want. They do have a lot of stores too, New Jersey, uh, yeah, New York and Abroad, LA. And it's, it's, they look nice though. I mean, they do look fancy. I will give them that. Yeah. It's fancy, but they're, they're pieces of shit. Um, oh, but, it, but so anyway, this was like a couple of years ago, but, um, he had his personal iPad as our, like, cash register ipad that was actually this was in the same month when they took away our cash tips which was really awesome oh, that's so <laughs> god um yeah it was really terrible um but i was like going through it one day we were just bored and we were like oh and it was a personal ipad and so there was i remember how it came up but somehow this folder popped up there was all these naked pictures he had taken of him like oh no sense of his like girlfriend or whatever and there were really weird one of those him like sitting on a toilet with like a chair they were like kind of goofy you know but they were like like sexy goofy Nudes. it was really weird and we were just dying laughing like we didn't know what to do it was, it was really so funny that's great I mean, that's I, a great I, relief <laughs> for the employees to get to know that they're working yeah, for a complete bozo we were, we were we were dying about it for days and we didn't, I think like we kind of like, that was actually a place we all collectively hated them. So there was like solidarity in that. But, um, I think eventually someone, the manager, someone was like, I'm just going to like play dumb and text him. And she was cool too. But, um, and he, she was just like, Hey, I think like we have your personal, like just something alluding. He was just like, Oh, 
okay. And then the next day, like not saying anything replaced it. And it's like, I, we could have like, we were like joking about like, we should have saved these and like, yeah, I don't know. Black man. Done something with them or something. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I, I, uh, my kid was telling me one day, uh, one of the, one of the, um, and you know, I'm not, I'm not revealing anything weird here. But one day in school, their teacher was using a personal bit of uh, like a phone or a computer to do something on the big on the smart board that they use in the class. And it was naked oh, pictures right. of his wife was on there. <laughs> and But it, she was like, it wasn't like it It wasn't like the work. It, it, he, he got it off the screen really fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> but she still laugh we all still laugh about it to this day how yeah. how it's just like oh what a mistake you know what <laughs> keep your business machines at business yes. and then keep your home <laughs> machines at home especially if you're a guy who sits around and takes naked pictures of himself yeah yeah I mean, you have to keep yeah. that away from the school at all costs <laughs> buy another whole another phone i can't even imagine taking naked pictures of myself like just sitting there and i mean maybe he was sending them off to people like consensually or whatever yeah but still even keeping them in a folder on your ipad to me (laughs) it's like that's all you're just playing with fire no matter what i mean even just for the idea that like maybe you're sitting at your house and your buddies are over and 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 you're like uh uh I don't know like you're playing a game brett plays board games on his ipad sometimes right you're uh-huh. playing a fucking board game you pass the goddamn thing over and accidentally hit the naked pictures of you button. <laughs> like nobody wants that to happen was he like sucking yeah. on his finger or what like really doing sexy looks you know no he was like there was i remember there were ones of them in like a hot tub it was like kind of like a group <laughs> no, really, swinger I don't, don't want to judge people but it, it was weird because it's my like shitty rich boss. So it's like, I feel okay saying like it was fucking weird. Rich guys um, love getting naked though. Out. Rich guys love getting naked yeah, though. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he, they get into tell, swinging. You could tell. Yeah. It was definitely their vibe. And the one though, it's him sitting on a toilet. He has like a Doritos bag or something. He's like eating. He's like kind of like goofing like, hi, I'm eating. It was, it was really yeah, I, we, I want, we all kind of quit. It'd be funny if he had a full dinner that. plate on his lap. Yeah, I once ate toast <laughs> while I was taking a crap when I was in high school. And, like, it didn't dawn on me how gross it was until, like, I got up and I had toast crumbs all over my area. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never eating on the toilet again. Just, it was like a real, I'm never doing it again. Yeah, but that, learn that quick. That picture for him, I, here's what I think that picture for him was of him on the toilet. Here's the thing dudes like, certain dudes. If this isn't a me and Brett uh-huh. kind of guy sort of thing, but like guys mm-hmm. that like are like normal dudes will mm-hmm. send pictures of themselves like crapping or their turds or or their butt. <laughs> They'll like send them to their friends. I fully 100% I, I, I haven't I know that if if I was 22 right now Brett would have 37 pictures in his phone of my dumps because I would have just thought it was the funniest thing that ever happened in the world that you could take a picture of that stuff, you know? So yeah. I, I, that's maybe what he was up to. Maybe it wasn't creepy. Maybe he was just like him and his buddies like to send each other pictures of them like doing gross stuff. 
But uh, oh yeah. my. what? Here's a question. <laughs> what happens uh -huh. if you're at work, right? And mm -hmm. you ring this customer up, and then you do that thing where you flip the iPad over to yeah, them, <laughs> and then they accidentally kind of minimize that window and act. Right. I mean, this is all so possible yeah. that a customer could just see him. Like, can you imagine you're at a a, a fucking ice cream place that where it costs like thirty seven dollars <laughs> for a scoop, yeah. and you see a picture of the guy that owns the place crapping with Doritos on his lap? <laughs> I mean, come yeah. on, dude. Have some yeah. opsec. That's, that's a high-class huh? experience. I mean, you know, it's not for please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was obvious because they bought, because they were so fucking cheap, they didn't want to get, like, a new iPad. Yeah. They didn't I even know. bother yeah. to, like, wipe it. <laughs> yeah. If I'm, a, if I'm a rich guy, um, all of my porno images are on something that no one else touches besides <laughs> me. iPad. Any if 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 my dick ever ends up on a phone, I will sleep holding that phone in my hand. I know, I know. You gotta have it in like a on a on. This is the phone airplane mode where I have the picture of my penis, and I don't do anything else with this phone. This phone is just for that one thing, and I keep it in a safe. Yep, locked up that I purchased. That only I have the I I only have I have three of the numbers for and my wife has two of the numbers for. <laughs> in order, but back up. I mean, guys are so. It is funny because like he owns a small business, right? Or a big business, but a mm -hmm. let's just say it's yeah. a small business. Like he can get a loan, a small business loan, maybe not even a small business loan. Let's not even say a loan. He could use the business money to buy the iPad for the business. Yeah. Like it wouldn't yeah, even exactly. take a thing out of his own personal bank account. He could have his own, but this is what he did. Right. He's me and Brett's, me and Brett core, me and Brett style, right? Where it's like, uh, well, I need a computer. We got a business. The business needs computers. <laughs> Let's get right. computers. But the truth is, I only use this computer for work. I never use this computer for anything but work. We do. We use yeah. my our, my personal iPad for uh, cash register when we tour. You yeah, but you're okay. not a you're not a picture of penises on no. your iPad guy. You're <laughs> right. just it's not a risk with you. But it is it is the temptation is there, but to just be like, why don't we use this iPad at my house? It sits around all the goddamn time. Just use this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean Or or syncing up the logins too. That's probably what it was, is his pictures from his phone were right. sent to the iPad. But yeah, because my <laughs> my pictures are all in my my I get I get all my wife's pictures and my daughter's pictures, and they get all my pictures. So we can see mm -hmm. each other's pictures in the phone, which is funny sometimes because, you know, if you go on Twitter and you see the stuff that I post, it's like my wife is like, what is this? What is this minion with a, a fucking ball gag and a heart on? Like, what is this for? And I'm like, you can't delete that. We need that. Actually, yeah. that's. What what are all what what is what is all these gigs of uh man cow uh uh videos on here? What do you need those for? Those are important. Why is there a picture of Tom Likas doing the motorcycle thing? You just gotta do it. You know, we gotta have it. Yeah. But but it, that yeah. is so funny though. It, it like that's like the guy that called the other week that said he was in in his boss was in Las Vegas and accidentally sent him a picture of oh. his penis. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what that's what made me think of this and it, it yeah it is it's like as shitty as it was it was 
pretty awesome, like, towards the end to have that. Because you're like, well, at least I have proof that you're just a fucking moron, you know? Yeah. It would have been great <laughs> if you could have said, did, so I, I, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm retreading something, but did he know you guys saw uh-huh. it? Yeah. I so, don't know if he knows oh too. Like he it never came up like, like it, you know, and I, and there was no even like age, like, you know, I feel like you could get in trouble for something oh, like yes. that. Oh yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and, but there was nothing. It was basically just like, like, okay. Like he literally just pretended like it never happened. See the way that my life was when I was very young and I was like working at places like that is somebody mm-hmm. that I worked with, not me. Cause I I'm gutless basically, but a guy that's like Brett would have just put those mm-hmm. pictures on the screen so that when the boss came in, he saw them. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I definitely would have left them up. Like, <laughs> so then it, cause I mean, I, you know, I don't know how you felt about it, but I, I gotta say, mm-hmm. I would have the best time in my life having that conversation with him. Yeah. Like, sir, we saw many pictures. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Like I remember that whole week we were like, we just kept them up for a couple of days. So the new, you know, when the new person came in for their shift, they could kind of, if they wanted to take a look (laughs) so that way, at least we all, you know, to make fun of him. Yeah. I love that. I love that's, there's something like great about the solidarity of like all of the yeah. employees knowing some embarrassing shit about a boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where everybody just, you know, you hear something about them and then you're like, did you, did you hear about Matt? And then like, it just spreads like wildfire and everybody's like that mother, that guy, he's a real it's, cheeky bastard. It's a great equalizer. It's yeah. one of those moments where you're like, I don't know if, I'm not going to beat this guy in the lifestyle department right now, but I know that he's like a creep ball. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, that's great. Um, Well, thank you so much. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've got to say, if, if I'm, if I'm trying to do some rankings, like college, Mm -hmm. college basketball style or whatever, I don't even know what's funnier guy that took a picture of himself crapping and eating Doritos or guy that goes by chief, you know, And like I'm trying to, I'm, I'm picturing the chief conversations too in my head. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was a piece of work. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks um, for calling in, Lindsay. Yeah. It was great. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good yeah, night. Appreciate it. We you had too, uh, one one scandalous thing. This was a this was a a, a middle school thing, but uh, someone was like, "Hey, let's watch this old performance from last year that we did. Like we were in eighth grade or something." And they put the videotape on, and there was a sub that day in band, and a, the the band is playing, and then all of a sudden a porno starts, <laughs> like just kicks right on. <sighs> and my teacher didn't come back for two weeks. She was supposed to come back like the next day, and she didn't come back for two more weeks, and had to write this apology about porno <laughs> ending up on the screen. But I don't. I feel like she should have shouldn't have claimed it. It was weird that she felt. I felt like she felt guilty about it. But if if she would have blamed on somebody else, I think she would have been fine. I mean, that was, I also wonder if I feels like a kid. It feels like a kid, a kid that says, "Hey, let's watch this VHS tape." If it feels like they were doing a setup, you know? Yeah, I mean, and the thing that happened, the thing that happened at at the kid's school was like, I don't, I he might have gotten in trouble. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it was like a split second, you know. But like, it just depends how far they want to take it until the day they graduate. 
they will know that naughty, naughty picture man like every yeah everybody will know and i you know i don't think he was a bad guy no it's a great example trying to do anything spicy sex life guy yeah i don't think he was trying to do anything like gross or anything but the other part of the story that's funny is that uh, uh his wife subs there oh no stop yeah, yeah. that's not good it's not, but it happened on accident. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? You know, yeah, so give they teachers all know. their own non give teachers their own devices that don't have their porno on them. Yeah. I mean teachers are gonna look at porno because like everybody looks at porno. They're gonna make homemade porno. Apparently. <laughs> I'm not in the I'm in the I'm in the the minority here. I think everybody is into uh shooting their sexual activities on their phones. That is interesting when you think about like now that I'm thinking about it, is like uh I might also just be like a guy that's in the 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 minority in in that like I have never had the desire to have any part of that part of my life like on my electronics because it it terrifies me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like the idea of it is just like, you know, anything can happen with that information after a while. You know, my Twitter got hacked. Yeah. Over, over last year, my old Twitter, you know? So I just sit around and think like, what if I, what if I had a weak moment or a harassy moment or, or a moment in 2009 before I knew anything was bad? You know, and it's just like, I don't know, man. I've never in my whole life. And listen, I'm going to peel back. I'm going to peel back a little bit here uh, of, of my thing. Uh, uh, I'm going to peel back a little bit of my, my thing, right? Like, <laughs> I do have skin? sex. I have sex. I'm okay. going to say that on the show. Okay. I know it comes off as bragging or whatever, but I do do that. But I don't have any desire at all to see it, to to <laughs> like see it, to be on the bus and just do like a, a replay, like you're watching tape, like you're a, an athlete. I mean, is isn't that what you do? I mean, it, it are the people that are filming it watching it themselves? That's like what you you gotta wonder, or that's why I don't understand because I'm not that kind of guy. Hey, look. Whatever people like, oh, come on. Somebody just said how often. Anything. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that. But whatever people like, I'm totally fucking okay. I don't have any problem with with what people are into or what they like as long as it's consensual and stuff like that. But, like, I do sometimes try to get in their mind, you know? I, I remember when we were talking one night about, like, or me and my wife were out on a walk and we were talking and we were just talking about how like people have conversations like couples will have conversations with each other that in the end ultimately result in them like doing that swingers lifestyle and then just totally just being consumed by sex for the like the rest of their life or marriage or whatever and it just, we were just like, I don't even know how that conversation <laughs> happens. You know what I mean? It's not like, I, I don't have any desire to get anybody else involved. I don't want to, I don't want any, I, I don't want another human to see me naked. Nobody yeah. should have to you do found that. the one. Yep. Well, that's it. But, uh, 
But yeah, yeah, very weird. I I am a uh uh Oh god. Now uh, look, I have had sex a few times, a okay. few thousand times probably. Oof. Uh because I'm married. I've been married for 23. I've been with my wife for now 23 years apparently. She told yeah. me last week on our anniversary. <laughs> so if you're listening to Street Fight Out Loud at work, it's all not safe for work. All right, ready for the last call? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Uh, howdy, boys. Uh, John from South Dakota. What's up, John? How's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. This is the first time I've ever called in. I've uh, listened to you guys for a long time. So I so appreciate it. Uh, I, I want to apologize to you that the first time you called in was after me admitting that I've had sex a lot. So well, yeah, I mean that was that was kind of kind of gross. I mean, I I've never done it myself. I'm <laughs> saving myself from that, so, you know. But <laughs> yeah, Brian, you're dirty and yucky and shameful. I am. I mean, I actually all those things are true. So I'm with you. So what's going on tonight? Oh, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just chilling. I'm smoking the last of my weed, um, hanging out with my dog. And I figured, uh, you know, I've, uh, listened to you guys for such a long time and I never call in because, you know, for the longest time I, uh, I would always be at work when you guys were recording. So I could never call in or anything. Um, and lately in the past like a year, I finally have a job where I do not have to be at work in a kitchen till fucking two in the morning. Oh, you were, uh, um, I were, I was, do, do y'all have, uh, y'all have taco John's down there. We're getting one actually. Okay. Taco John's okay. is going to be making it central Ohio debut wow. very soon. Did you know about that, Brent? No, I didn't. We got Torchy's tacos. We got taco John's coming. We got Bojangles coming. I mean, this city is lighting up. Zaxby's popping up. sheets. Yep. We got sheets coming. Uh, it's crazy in here. It's crazy in Ohio. We got a we got a big car wash in our town last year, so you know. Really? <laughs> yeah. We have one of those. We have we have. There's this thing at my parents. There's this thing in, in my neighborhood called the cow. Uh, it, it's like the the cow car wash, and my wife keeps fucking. Um, my wife keeps buying memberships to it. It makes me absolutely nuts. To what? The the car wash. The, oh. the cow moo moo car wash. Yes. And I'm just like, you don't need a. Listen, I don't even believe what? in washing Why is your car. Huh? What's like, what's the cow part of it? It's called moo moo and it's in a big fucking barn. It's like a huge red barn. Oh. It's a. It oh, okay. It's Ohio ass like farmer shit. It also doesn't work. It like doesn't clean your car. Car. Here's my belief. Okay, I do not believe that that the automatic car washes that you drive through. I do not believe that they clean your car at all. I just don't think they work. Every time I get out, I see a bunch of dirt still on the car after I do it. So I've quit. I'm just like. I don't do take a roll of quarters to the spray yourself. No, that doesn't work either. You got to go in your I fucking think, driveway. Usually, what was that? 
you got to go to one in like a janky ass gas station and just clean it yourself. Yep. You got to have That's like, really what you got to do. Oh, seven. We're getting seven taco Johns in Columbus. So now I want to hear your insights on that. Well, I, yeah. I mean, the story I was going to call in about was uh, when I used to work at Taco Johns uh, a couple years ago. Um, you know, it, it's a fast food place. I mean, so they suck. They treat their employees like shit. Um, I was kind of lucky that, you know, if you're working a job like fast food and if you have good timing and you're not afraid to ask for a raise, you can just be like, give me, I need another dollar. I'm going to quit, you know? Okay. And when they're really short staffed, you can, you know, you can kind of leverage in fast food place. That's really short staff. You know, you just go to your manager like and say, I'm going to quit if you don't give me a raise and, uh, stuff like that. So, you know, I kind of, it sucked, but I was doing okay. I was, I was making more money than I am now, but I was working, you know, way harder. Um, but it, it, it really sucked because there was this one manager who just, uh, had it out for me. Um, and so, you know, I, I, we had our old little crew, um, and, you know, uh, fast food places, one of the reasons they suck, you know, obviously besides the pay and shit and the terrible work is that, you know, it's really hard to run a, a business. I think when you have so much turnover that like, no, you can't really build, there's no stability, you know? Um, but we were kind of, you know, doing pretty good. We had a, a decent man. My, my friend moved, I met this guy, he moved from Oklahoma. He's now my, my best friend now. Um, and you know, he became a manager and, you know, we were doing all right, but this, this, I just, I don't know if anybody else has ever had the experience of just having a manager that is like, on one hand, will just nitpick every single thing you do, but is also like 10 times lazier than you. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. they're, They're not even doing the work to be able to have the right to call me out on, on stuff. You know what I mean? Right. You, you, you got to lead by example. You're just bossing people yeah. around otherwise. Yeah. And you know, I really did try to like get along with her. Like, but I really think she just personally did not like me and she didn't like my girlfriend and my girlfriend was working there with me at the time. Um, and so it's just, it, it it ended up getting to the point where basically I was not allowed. To, we weren't really allowed to be alone together um, on shifts. Um, and the reason for that, um, so there was this one day um, where there was probably, it was me, my girlfriend, uh, my homies, uh, and then this manager and maybe one or two people. I know there was like a really new employee there. Um, and it was just, you know, really tense all the time walking on eggshells, um, partially because like, I'm not the type of person, like, I just, I'm not going to put up with anything from boss. Like I just, uh, you know, I've been working fast food since I was 16 and I just like, I don't care anymore. You know, like, I, I, I can, I'm a good cook and I can get a job. Right. If I need to, you shouldn't be disrespected Um, for, for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's just no, none of these jobs are worth losing my self-respect. I mean, fucking 
for nine fifty an hour. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and you can um, you if you work at Taco John's, you can literally work like I mean, like that's the thing I think a lot of these dickhead managers at fast food restaurants don't get is that like you can go if you work at Taco John's. You can just as easily work at Burger King or Taco Bell. Like that's why the turnover is so high because it's you. I mean, look, once you work at one fast food place, the other ones would love to have you because you have experience. That was my experience when I was doing Mm -hmm. it. You know, I will say like, I glad I'm not working fast food anymore, but like working uh, at Taco John's, um, basically like nothing phases me at work anymore. Um, <laughs> just, I, you know, I just, whether we're insanely busy, I mean, I, I, I work in a nursing home now, so I, I just cook for the same 50 old people every day. Um, but which is really fucking nice. Um, but like, you know, I, you know, I just don't get fucking, I just, I don't get phased. I've had, I've fucking had to do so much bullshit and, you know, had people try to fight me through the window because I got their order wrong. And, you know, like I've had, you know, we, I'm very lucky that the manager, like he was the shift leader at that point. He wasn't really actually the manager. Um, but you know, he was the kind of guy who wasn't going to tolerate, you know, sexual harassment of female employees. Um, cause you know, he had kids and he's just, he's a good guy. Um, and, and I'm a, just, I'm a very outspoken, you know, the girl I was dating at the time, we're both communists. So I, you know, I don't, I don't fuck with that shit. And, you know, a lot of high schoolers work there and we, you know, I've had people come in and try to hit on a 16 year old girl Yep. and then be like, you know, bro, you need to shut the fuck up. And then, you know, some 35 year old, uh, guy who's drunk at 8 PM. You know, I have to fucking punch him in the face uh, because he had wanted to hit on a 16 year old. But but that's not the story I want to tell. Um, You're fast. So like, we were just, um, yeah, <laughs> it was fun. It was very. It was one of the few times I've really ever had to fight anyone in my life, and it felt very good to punch that man in the face. <laughs> um, but um, so we're you know we're all working. It, it was tense, and I think we probably got in a fight before. I, and you know, I think she was dealing with stuff at home. Like I really did try to like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to fight with my, my coworkers. You know, they're really not the people, even if they're technically the shift leader, you know, they're not really the, you know, the big wig or whatever. Well, but And the thing was, is, you know, the thing is, they're not, oh, they're also not like the, like you said, the shift leads aren't necessarily the bad guys. You know, like they're, they are, yeah, the, the shift leads are, I mean, just as oftentimes, you know, making $2 more an hour than you, you know? Yeah. And like, I mean, a lot of being a shift leader is you get paid less than a manager to do the work of a manager. You know, I've done it before. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it sucks. Um, and um, so I, I, I I think, okay, yeah. So what had happened was, uh, it was, uh, during the summer and it was kind of a lull. Um, you know, all the, I live in, I live in Brookings, South Dakota. I don't, I don't fucking care, uh, about doxing myself. Um, 
it's a you know it's a small little college town when the students are here it's like twenty thirty thousand people and then like fifteen ten thousand uh during the summer and so it slowed down a lot during the summer especially that year for some reason so it was a super boring day hot as hell in the kitchen um and we fucking uh, i i was trying to go home because i was not trying to work with her and um that this was you know, I eventually just ended up quitting because I couldn't do it anymore because, like, I just wanted out. But I mean, like, once you start trying to go home early every day at your job, like, that's when I know I need to get a new job. Yeah. Yep. Um, when you're volunteering to, like, be cut out early. God, I did mm-hmm. that so many fucking times. I'll give you $25 times. if you let me leave early. <laughs> you want to hear something? I've done that before. I've done that <laughs> you know what I, I when i was working at the call center they did this thing where they were like uh you can log out for an hour when we didn't have any calls so that they could juice up the calls for the people that are actually there to work you know and i remember some mm-hmm. weeks i had a 40 hour work week and i remember some weeks i would i would work 25 hours because the rest of the day i was hanging mm-hmm. in the parking lot smoking Logged out with my friends. Listen to Pantera or whatever. No, I mean, well, we would just kind of sit out there and eat treats and smoke and, like, hang out. Me and this, there was this girl and a couple other guys that would just go sit outside and, and, and be logged out. And it was like, maybe I'm not passionate about this, very passionate about this job, you know? Is there anything better than going outside and smoking a cigarette and chopping it up with your coworkers? I mean, I love I love that shit. I know. There's part of me, uh, you know, this is going to sound very pathetic, you know, and I fully understand it. But when I worked at the call center for about a year after when I worked at the cable company, I had Mondays off. Or wait, no. I worked at 11. So I, I had time in the morning and I would drive by and see if any of my friends were standing out in the smoking area at the call center and, and like say, hi oh, to them. and I know no, how bad no, that sounds. I, yeah, I know. I actually totally understand that because at the time I was, I had to move back in with my parents You know, I was broke and uh, I, my parents, like the house I grew up in is like a block away from the top of jobs. So I would drive by sometimes and if my, uh, my homie Larry was out there, I'd, I'd uh, swing by and smoke a cig with them. So yeah. that's, that's not pathetic at all. I've done that before. It's just there are times where you really want to just hang out. There are times in your life where you just, like, you'll go hang out at work. I don't know why people do it. But when you work at a place mm-hmm. like a Taco John's, when I worked at McDonald's, I would just go into McDonald's and talk to the workers and just kind of stand off to mm-hmm. the side and just when there weren't any yeah. customers there, we would just bullshit with the with the workers. Chuck E. Cheese, same way. I, I would just go hang in the kitchen at Chuck E. Cheese on my days off sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally get that, especially, you know, most I've never worked in an office. I, I've never had a job that didn't involve me making food somehow. Um, and I do think that, I don't know, there's, it's really shitty, but you can kind of bond over how shitty it is. And like, yes, you know, I made friends uh, there that, you know, I still talk to to this day who I, I still consider to be some of my best friends, you know? So, and I met, you know, people who have the craziest stories to tell and, you know, I right. mean, <laughs> people who got crazy stories to tell, but like also people who, you know, I, 
I, I don't, I, you know, I have to work these jobs, but I don't look the type. I'm a normal uh, looking white guy. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I don't really have an accent or anything. You know, I don't uh, sound like white trash or anything, you know, as they would say. Um, and so, you know, for me, in a lot of ways, I, I really noticed how e- much easier it was for me to deal with the job. But, um, you know, people who, you know, people just disrespect these fast food workers. And, you know, I've yeah. got some of the smartest, smartest, kindest people I, I've ever met. I working agree. There. Yeah, uh, yeah there's something about it. Like when you're all suffering together and you know you're better than it. Yeah. But, you know, you the, know the boss is going to treat you stupid and... At this point, it's just funny to see the boss get all mad. So you're just going to act stupider, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, pretty much. And, and that's I would do stuff like yeah, that. So speaking of my boss acting stupid, um, I don't even know what the issue was that day, but I think I wanted to go home, or someone else wanted to go home, and there was a little bit of arguing going around. It. I think it was probably around five, five thirty. So you know, it's starting to get a little busier. We're going to have our dinner rush and. She got so mad at us that for some reason she ordered every single person except for herself to, to leave, to clock out and leave. <laughs> and she was like, I'll just do this by myself. Wow. Uh, and it was so fucking funny. And we were all like, okay. <laughs> and so we all clocked out and laughed. And we didn't actually go home. We all went to the smoke spot, you know, by the dumpster in the back. And we were all just out there fucking cracking up and laughing our asses off because right as we all walked out like you know like five cars pulled into the drive through and like a bunch of people walked in um and you know it, it was just probably one of the funniest things that i've ever experienced and you know i don't want to fucking be too mean about this lady because she you know she's got problems and you know I don't want to fucking, I mean, she treated me like complete shit and also, you know, at other times like would threaten me to fucking, that she was going to just take me off the schedule and, you know, make sure that I got fired and all this bull crap. But, um, and, um, but then the manager ended up coming and he was, he was like, yeah, um, you guys should go back in there. <laughs> took her to she like, I'm going to go take her to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> She had to call, right? Did she call the manager because you all clocked out? I'm guessing she... I, I'm pretty sure she called the manager, but I, I'm pretty sure one of my, my friend, Tony... Well, I call him Larry, but his, his name is Tony. It's like a whole thing. Um, but he he was kind of trying to take her job, honestly, which is also why she like really didn't like us. Um, you you know, I'll say this, I'll say this in, in regards to what you were saying just a minute ago is that like, there is something, there's something very satisfying about getting through like a dinner rush or breakfast rush or lunch rush. There is something that I haven't had in so many years because like I, I, uh, in 2015, I, I worked at the, uh, at a, a deli for a period and there was just something about like the being on the other end of it where you're like cleaning up the dining room and and all that stuff that just yeah. feels like yeah. it just feels so and fucking satisfying. And you got not you know, you're not surrounded by you know, you have a decent manager who can keep things together. 
you know, when you got a good little crew, it's really not bad at all. Um, yeah, did talking yeah. shit with your friends, you know, like yeah. the, the yeah. you know, busting balls, uh, uh, throwing stuff at each other, pranking each other. Oh, we yeah. pranked yeah. each other all the time. <laughs> Everywhere I ever, every restaurant I ever worked at, it was just prank city the whole time. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'd fucking. You know, we'd throw ice cubes in the fryer to try to scare each other. <laughs> um, like, when somebody's not looking, you toss a fucking ice cube, uh, like, from 10 feet away and try to scare them. You know what else? Um, I'll tell you another thing that I love about fast food. Extremely underrated part of fast food job is uh, trading with other fast food places. Like, that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, we right went to a Domino's. Yep. So. <laughs> Yeah, and so you know what we we wanted some pizza. They wanted some tacos. Yeah, we would work it out. Imagine know? that was always that was always a lot of fun. Imagine the power that I had when when we worked at Chuck E. Cheese. It's just because if you don't have a kid, you can't really go there or get the pizza. And everybody has the fondest memories of Chuck E. Cheese pizza that we just had the craziest power in those trades where it was like we would get like yeah. rallies a lot. It was rallies and they would just give us a shitload of uh, cheeseburgers and stuff. And it was it was so good. It's one of my it's one of my favorite. That was some of my favorite memories were the trades we yeah, you know what? We traded Pizza yeah, Hut one time at Chuck E. Cheese. We we wanted Pizza Hut pizza <laughs> instead yeah. of the shit we were making. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be out of it, but I do I do have like a I, I miss it a little bit sometimes. I mean, it sucks, but there you know, it's mostly the people who make it, you know, not terrible. And, you know, when we have a shitty boss like that, we can all kind of just fuck with her and, you know, uh, basically just make her want to quit. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, but if somebody, you know, that's another thing that gets sorted out a lot in restaurants is if somebody, a lot of times, unless it's the owner, which is a massive problem, owners are massive problems, but like yeah. most of the time, like a mean boss might sort itself out after a while where it's like, you're just so annoying to them that they don't ever want to come back, you know? And, you know, we, you know, it's not something that like, we really, like I necessarily super, I mean, I got some enjoyment out of it, obviously, because this person treated me like crap and it was nice to get, you know, just fuck with them and stuff. But, you know, we, we don't really want to do it because, you know, at the end of the day, like everybody's got to, got to work a job and, and, you know, I don't, you know, I've never gotten somebody else fired. Like I probably could have gotten her fired at certain points, but you know, I would just not do that. I would rather them just quit because, you know, I don't know. I, I just, unless they're really making your life a living hell, which she was, um, you know, you really got to do something about it. But other than that, you know, I could put up with most other bullshit. You did. Um, I'll say this about you, though. You did have the good shift if you worked in the lunch rush. Because dinner rush is just, you never want to be on the clock at dinner rush. Never. That's the worst feeling in the world. Right. <laughs> yeah, we, we clocked out for the dinner rush and. Yeah, I, I was always a night worker, so I, uh, I was always working in the evening. Yeah, so I, I like. Closer. I think if I had to go back, 
into the workforce again, I would probably work nights because I work nights now, basically. And I just have yeah. for so long that like I I I don't want to work during the day anymore. There's something about working during the day that sucks to me. That yeah, it does kind of suck. Especially you know, I mean I live in South Dakota, so it's shitty, but like it's been getting nice out lately. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been really wanting to go outside and everything, be trapped and work. Like I'm at work from ten thirty to six thirty, so I'm at <sighs> work like the main part of the day. I used to um, I worked uh, at the cable company for the first I don't know, six years I worked there. I worked eleven to eight. So like and I well, that's the worst shift at a fast food place. <laughs> or, or wait, the cable company? That was at the cable company. I worked 11 to 8. And what I would do is, I mean, I slept until 10. So it was just like, okay, I'm home at 8.30. I sleep till 10. I'm home at 8.30. I go to bed when my wife goes to bed. Like, you know, maybe sometimes I stay up till 1 or something. So, like, I always felt like, you know, especially during the winter you just lose your day and it's just yeah when it's when it's all gone that's the rough part but like the shitty thing about working nights is that you sleep you'll end up getting yourself so into sleeping late that um you get yourself so into sleeping late that you just start to bump up right against when you got to be at work at that point yeah yeah i mean that's for the reason i ended up not wanting to do those shifts anymore is just because like you're you're at work from like four five to like one or two in the morning and then you want to like do something so if you get off in time maybe you know you'll go to the bar and have a couple drinks or something but um you know otherwise you know for me i i just would stay up and read or play video games and talk to my friends or whatever and then you're up till four in the morning and then you go to bed and you don't get up till you know half an hour before you have to be at work and you're just like you know you're kind of just you don't even have a day you didn't have a you didn't have a place that you would uh uh somebody's house that you would go act crazy at oh oh yeah i mean every once in a while we would i mean it's honestly it was mostly once i got my house like or once i got a place um you know we go you know, hang out, and I lived really close to the bars at that time. Well, I guess I still do, because this is a pretty small town, but um, like, you know, we'd go down to the bars and stuff, but you know, it's it's like on one hand, you're not tired, because you're like blood has been flowing, you've been working and stuff, but then at the same time, you're like completely exhausted, and you don't want to do anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, uh, Dang, I, I mean, I'm yeah, glad to hear a little bit about Taco John since we're getting seven of them soon. Yeah, so it doesn't look good for veggie people. Well, I'm not veggie. Yeah, I got potatoes, but yeah, I, I'm. I you know, I I stole so much Taco John's when I worked there that I don't know that I can ever eat it again. I mean, that makes sense. Just because I I I'm not paying for that shit. And, you know, when you're fucking 19 years old and trying to get a place, you know, you eat at work. Yep. Right. I Get haven't had. In. Yeah, I haven't had. Um, what's it called? I haven't had McDonald's. Like, I've had two McDonald's dinners, dinner foods, or lunch foods since 1995. 
I've I've had two hamburgers from there. I can't eat it anymore. I just I haven't been able to eat it since. It's very weird. I know I don't blame you. I mean, it's not really super disgusting or anything back there, but it's just once you fucking once you know how it's all made and you're like enveloped in the smell of like fryer oil and grease and sweat and like tacos and then you leave that i just really like do not want to go back yeah 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 i'm with you I'm well, with thanks you. for calling i appreciate it yeah have a good night yeah you guys too peace we got uh we got one we got two jump ins i don't care take it as long as one of them's not anonymous none of them are anonymous they both have called before Let's take it. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, I think this is me. This is Jay with the Tenacious Unicorn Ranch. What's up, oh, Jay? Hey, how's, how's it going? going? Oh, it's been crazy. Yeah, not well. I, I saw you in the news. Uh, What's a uh, hold on? Now yeah. I gotta look it up. Yeah, we uh we were in the Denver Nine News thing. And some stuff happened with that. The ch- local militia did not like it, and um, so there was an they there was an article in the news. There was an article that was written about what you're doing, right? And that kind of al- alerted people to where you were at. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been docked before, um, and there's definitely some like chuds, like real obvious like basically militia like down the street from us and i think they just kind of knew um but yeah we uh the local right wing rag um we don't like to call them my name give them any attention but um they've been like basically they're like the info wars of their local area essentially and they've been posting just all sorts of inflammatory stuff about us. And um, so, yeah, we've just been dealing We had a couple of points. We were dealing with actual incursions by armed people on our land. So, you know, that's been a thing. Oof, that's scary. Uh, yeah, but um, go ahead. Did they, did they come on? Did they come to the property or they just stand outside with guns or, or protest or what was the, they've, they've kind of, They've kind of done both, um, but so, like, the first kind of hint was some local people that like us, like people that we do odd jobs for in town, they were, uh, you know, a couple of them have their ears to the ground or, like, family who are in militia, mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, y'all, you know, y'all are being talked about, and, you know, you need to watch your backs, and they were telling us about, the, like, essentially assassination attempts on other figures that these types have done. So we were pretty worried. And, um, so we started, you know, just kind of upping our, like we, like we started doing patrols. We have weapons like, um, cause we expected this at some point, you know, and maybe yeah. not this soon, but, uh, with climate change and all, like things are going to get worse and worse. But, um, and then, uh, uh, what are they pissed about? The- like what, what specifically are they <laughs> angry about? Uh, the, I think the thing that so last year there was the 4th of July parade and Bonnie and Penny basically just called them out for, cause they were, you know, walking around with three percenter flags and Confederate flags and shit. So Bonnie and Penny just like on social media, just called them out for being Nazis. And that was kind of the initial start. 
And then the High Country News article came out like a couple of months ago or so. Mm-hmm. And Eric, the guy who wrote, who came and interviewed us, who was awesome, he was not like kind to them at all. <laughs> oh. Okay. And um, and then the Nine News thing came out, and um, like it was actually just kind of a puffy piece. But it happened at this. They were the reporters were here at the same exact time that a sheriff came to investigate allegations of animal abuse on our ranch. So, craziest coincidence ever. We got proof on video of the like harassment campaign against us, and maybe they were mad about that. They're you know attempts to send the sheriffs to this trans ranch were was foiled. I don't really know. Right. Right. So I they're mean, like, that, be, yeah, but that, yeah, their, their easiest tactics are, they don't have to accomplish anything. Just, just get you investigated, create charges, create problems. Uh, yeah. And, until they can find something to disrupt you completely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause look, like, most chuds are kind of cowards. They don't want to do their dirty. They want the state to do, do their dirty work yeah. for them. You know, that's why that's what the whole like QAnon storm thing was. They were hoping the military would just kill all the liberals, you know, like true. Yeah. But, um, I've had them say but that after that, us. like I've had them say that yeah, to me exactly. on Twitter. They'll be like, I'll call the police. And it's like, okay, they're going to be on our no. side. They always say, which, you know, listen, they probably are going to be on their side, but as of right now, they're not. Well, yeah, the 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 local sh- chief sheriff or whatever is definitely not on our side. Yeah, uh, we're keeping that info close to the chest. But there's he's spoken at some stuff that you know malicious stuff. So, um, and then but yeah, like uh, what two weeks ago on Friday, a Friday night, actually. Like the community has been amazing, though. Like any fascist community, like we put the call out and Conquest of Thread send us plate carriers and Earthside Manufacturing send us plate that he manufactures like in his workshop. And um, Colorado anti fascist organizations have literally just sent people out like bodies to do patrols and to like put, put themselves in harm's way for us. And wow. it's been humbling and incredible and our GoFundMe has just rocketed like we met our goal like it's the that's the biggest part of this whole thing is that like as soon as we put it out there that we were dealing with this stuff people just immediately showed up and started like asking us what we needed and it was it's just been amazing yeah yeah i mean it's uh it is impressive the amount of support you can get when you need it uh, in this day and age, the word yeah. spreads far and fast, um, and yeah. and there's a a good amount of people to show up to do the right thing. So what's yeah. the what, what's the, what's the future look like? Are you just in defense mode? Are you are you adjusting how things work? Or yeah, like we we had <laughs> I I I was like immediate we were just about to get restarted because the winter kind of stopped it on the community garden with a client in town. Like, and you know, like when we're getting tails in town, we're not going to bring them to our, you know, old lady clients houses. Um, so all that kind of stopped, but, 
but things have kind of cooled down. They're acting a little weird tonight. It seems they're more active on the weekends. There's been weird behavior. Um, so, you know, we were going to go on Tuesday and uh, talk to that client about the community garden again, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, we're putting up like more fencing with some of the GoFundMe funds and, um, because of like, we never expected that to take off. We'll be able to, we we've had plans for a while to go to expand into this earth ship, which is down the road from us, which is super fucking cool and just perfectly in line with our sustainability goals and stuff. So we're hoping to get into that pretty soon. And like, they wanted they what they wanted was to intimidate us and drive us out of the county and instead we're looking at expanding and like that's great yeah it's that's great it yeah, is good to hear that they weren't able it's to amazing stop y'all. yeah like you can come to our and also like yeah they can come to our property but we have like serious people who aren't down with that and like came out to support us and are like doing night shifts walking around like i i it's it's just amazing and like yeah fuck them like yeah i just don't i it's so wild for me to try to like think about like it's all really just because you exist it doesn't really seem like anything's going on you know, like, like that, that, yeah, I mean, you're just on the land doing stuff on the land. It, I don't know. I, I, I what, truly yeah. don't get what it. they talk about wanting to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like they talk about like how much they support ranchers and shit. And here we are just being trans and being lefties. And oh, that's not, no, we need to chase these people out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can, yeah. can people still donate to the, the cause? Yeah, yeah, you can still I think we're going we we did do some kind of stretch goal, I'm not even sure. Um and definitely look forward to like um the we we actually had a documentary we actually had a documentary up this basically almost like coming up occasionally this whole time like she did not expect to be able to get capture all this. Yeah. <laughs> So look forward to that at some point. And also like, we're definitely going to be doing a GoFundMe and like videos for the Earthship project because that's going to be huge. And, um, I want to get out oh, there. We were thinking sometime. about, I, I mean, you know, obviously yeah. after the whole, uh, uh, pandemic's over when we're back out on the road yeah, and the next time we do somewhere near Denver, I would love to come out come out the boulder and see what y'all are doing out there because it it does sound cool to me and i've never been on a ranch yeah yeah i think i would love it especially the earthship like the earthship we've been to it and it's amazing and like i I cannot wait there's like a central courtyard that will be basically just be an arched greenhouse i'm i'm so ready (laughs) it's 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 awesome yeah sounds awesome and and you got you you are uh uh Oh, I, I don't remember what I was going to ask, but, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're really do. Are you from, are you from near Denver? Cause you called before, but I, I, I just, yeah, yeah. We, I called before and we had, well, the ranch originated near Denver. Okay. Um, but there was some weird stuff with the owners of the rent land. 
Mm-hmm. And so they they moved down here south of Colorado Springs. So it's kind of near west of Pueblo, um, if you know where that is. Okay. Um, so did you move yeah. from like the city I moved, to the ranch? I moved from Dallas. Okay. I moved from Dallas. That's right. That is right. Yeah. So you lived in Dallas yeah, yeah, yeah. and then now you're on a ranch. Yeah. That's crazy. I got to tell you, you know, I, I admire... I admire that because I would have just been like, I would be so nervous to do that. To, to, I mean, <laughs> I admire what, what all of it's y'all a big are change. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine I've been yeah. to Dallas, but, but I think it's necessary. Like, like, okay. So like, think about the way that the, the state has used repression in the BLM uprisings and think about how that will continue and evolve through climate chaos and further like disintegration of the social order, like having rural spaces where we can kind of stage and do, you know, our farming and regenerative agriculture work and like just take a break from all that fucking government repression. Like that's, that's kind of big, you know? Yeah. I never even consider, I like, I always, it's funny because like, you know, as an anarchist, you sort of think like, oh, everything. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm not like super, uh, uh, naive, but like that people will work together, you know, if, if the shit goes down and the cities won't devolve into chaos, Yeah. but it is good to know yeah. that there's people that are dealing with the idea that maybe the cities might devolve into chaos. Yeah. Well, like if you read, um, Octavia Butler, uh, I, I recommend everybody read uh, Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler because she not only was just prophetic about Trumpism and the way that the U.S. right has been going, but like, yeah, yeah, the thing is, is like, if, you know, you think about Katrina, like the people of color and the marginalized communities and the poor communities, they, they fucking got together and they started working shit out. And it mm-hmm. was the white supremacists who, you know, were, was pulling the fucking chaos, put, putting the chaos into that shit and yes. like killing people and murdering people, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's kind of both it's mixed, but you know, definitely like poor and marginalized people are going to fucking, they, they know like <laughs> you, you, all we have is each other. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, I just, the thing about, I like, I just, uh, you know, I try to put myself in your position and uh, I'm just like, I don't know if I can move out of the city ever. I don't even know if it's possible for me because I'm so used to like everything being one mile away. So I do admire making such a huge life change like that. And now, you know defending your standing up for yourself and defending yourself it's all very like admirable what you're doing yeah yeah and the, and the greatest thing is making these connections with all these these groups and communities and affinity groups that are like coming together in defense of this project because then like as we get the greenhouse up and we get our sustainability going, I can like then go to these places we've made these connections and I can help them build their food autonomy. And we can like build these anti-fascist networks and projects. Like it, it, there's just so much fucking potential. Like it's, yeah, that's part of why I called. I wanted to call last week, last Sunday. And I was just, 
we we had to do a patrol so i didn't get the chance but yeah it like it's been wild well thank you thank you for calling us and thank you for keeping us thank you for keeping us updated on this it's a it's a really interesting story and i hope you know stay safe out there i think is 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 what i'm trying to say stay as safe as you can you know those people a lot of times are all talk and uh, uh, yeah, if they yeah, think absolutely. they're going to get in trouble, if they think they're going to get in trouble, then like they will probably back off. You know, who knows if they'll get in trouble, but like, uh, uh, you know, they'll forget about you. They'll, they'll have other things to worry about. Hopefully is, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, if they don't like, we'll deal with it. Like, yeah, we have so far, you know, we're not going away. You know, they can try to scare us all they want. That is great. I, I mean, I, I'd love to hear that. I, I, you know, I love, I love being, I love being able to defend, like, uh, uh, feeling confident and you're defending yourself. And it is very cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for talking to me. Thanks for calling. Yeah. And keep us updated. No problem. Yeah. I yeah, know. for sure. I Y'all have a good the, night. I noted the account oh, go ahead. so that we know when you're calling next time. And the chat is going crazy. They love cool. what you do. Oh, thanks so much, y'all. Have a good one. Peace. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that shit's cool. I, I, I you know, hopefully everything's okay. And, and those people, those bullshitters, uh, uh, shut the fuck up. I think once some of them got arrested... You know, once the FBI started hunting them down, yeah. they became a little less confident that the FBI has them back. Yeah. You if, know? <laughs> if you look for Tenacious Unicorn Ranch, you'll find information about them. They have a Facebook page. They're Tenacious Ranch on Twitter if you want to follow along with what they do. All right. You ready? We got one more to go. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, guys. It's Bobby. How are you? What's up, Bobby? How are you? Uh, just chilling in my place on a Sunday night. I'm chilling at Brett's place on a Sunday night. What's going on tonight? Hey, I, I just got a couple like dumb workplace stories. If you guys want to hear them, sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm you know, trying to. I'm not nearly as smart or crazy as the last caller, so I'm kind of trying to just bite on being funny. <laughs> well. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, not everybody has is on a ranch or has good Taco John stories. But uh, uh, what what's going on? <laughs> so uh, I have two short ones and like a kind of like complicated one. So like the 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 one short one happened today. Like I wasn't supposed to work at all today. I had the work group chat muted, like that I always do on my days off because I just can't be bothered. Yeah, and then. But I get like an individual text from one of the guys who works there. Like he's basically like a manager, but not, not like an official guy. Like he just knows enough about the store that he sees himself as a manager. Right. Um, Kiss ass. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. But like he talks shit on the boss all the time. Like it, it's a weird thing that's he probably, going on. He probably does do more than the boss though. Like I've, I've been in those situations, you know, I've talked about the deli I worked at there for a period and he, the guy that owned the place was, he was there all the time. He, he was there the whole shift every time. And, uh, but he would sit in his office at his computer 
but he would look exasperated all the time. He wouldn't like really be doing anything, but he would look very like, oh god, you know, ah, I'm, I'm sweating. These emails I'm reading are fucking wearing me out, you know. And then he had this assistant <laughs> guy who did everything, like this dude, the second in command, and he was he was a manager, but he didn't have any power at all over us it was just like he came in he set up all the catering stuff he delivered all the catering stuff he came back he cleaned it all up he did all the stuff the boss should have been doing and 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 like uh uh got no credit for it i i i wonder if he I, he was probably getting paid okay <laughs> yeah like this this guy in particular like he gets paid like i guess five dollars more an hour than i do yeah so i was kind you know i was kind of like all right and he you know, we used to be like drinking buddies or whatever so like he oh. did kind of help me get this little part-time job stuff you know i was like all right i'll answer this guy's text no big deal yeah so you know we need we, we needed change for for the drawer you know we ran out of change like i had noticed the night before that i was i closed last night so I noticed the night before, like, oh, we're running low on change. So he, <laughs> my, you know, the coworker and I, we kind of go in, we decide how much change we need. And I'm like, okay, what, which bank do we go to to get this? Like, which one do we have an account with? So he says, oh, um, TD. I'm like, all right, fine. No big deal. I'll just, it's, it's like half a mile away. I'll just drive down and go get it. Well, we don't have an account with TD. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so, so I'm like, oh, fuck. Luckily, it, both employees had been there. The one lady was there for two weeks. The other one was there for like a few months. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, we'll just, they're like, we'll just let you slide on this one. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, th I'm like, thank you, God. Like I, I had the, all this change in like a Walmart bag. Like I, like, I'm like, thank you for letting me do this. We probably don't even have an account with you. I just was given the wrong bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like I was, so he didn't know the bank, or does he's he kind of like a scat? Uh, he, he's kind of like a scatterbrained guy. Like he probably got the store bank confused with his own bank. You know? Ah, yeah. Okay, that does make sense. But they did it for and you? They made like, change for you? They they did. I was surprised when they said like I didn't have an account. I was like, fuck, like I have to like just tell this other guy that I can't get change for him. But I, both employees were like, Oh, we'll we'll just do this once. I'm like, oh, fuck, thank God. Here's the thing. When I was growing up, you know, I'm old. You could go to the bank, any bank, and get change. You could also oh, yeah. somebody would write you a check. And you would like for your birthday and you would be like, I got to go cash the check. You wouldn't go to your bank. You would go to the bank on the check because they would have to throw you money right away. And that was like kind of a thing, you know, and uh, then that mm -hmm. all stopped. And now banks are like now it's like people are like surprised if a bank even helps you if you do have an account, you know, no, they're doing you a favor. They're like, why? I can't. I technically can't give you a roll of quarters if you don't have an account here. And it's like, why fucking not? Why not 
built some good rapport with me. Yeah, they, yeah. What if I wanted to come back to TD later on and get my laundry money? You know, I guess they. The thing about it is they don't get anything out of it. But if you treat people nice, people might come back. Look, everybody hates their bank. I don't know anybody that's like, oh, I love my bank. I have a credit union. I hate it. You know, I, I am very against yep. banks. So, yeah, that is uh, that is that is nice. I like that. Yeah, I was very surprised and impressed. So, yeah, um, we, we got the exact change that we needed. Like, it was fine. We're good for the next few months or whatever. It, it worked out. Yeah. That's great. Um, and then, yeah. And, and I, I, I like a couple other stories. If you guys are willing to hear them, just let me know. Just cut me off. Go for it. Go for it. Cool. So I think I, I think last time I kind of talked crap about my boss or the owner of my store. I said like he didn't order salt because we had like a thousand inches of snow or something. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he didn't order salt. It's the only lot that we owned whatever this is kind of like hearing points in my book this past week we we had uh two employees that quit and usually i work like 10 a.m to 2 p.m like princess hours basically and he showed up like early to work a shift so that's nice if he's a boss he showed up early He's like one of the owners of the store and showed up early, like 15 minutes early and was like, what do I have to do? Like, Damn. Hey, I don't know. You're the owner. I'm like, yeah, you're the owner, dude. Work? And then I'll leave? <laughs> you mean you're telling... I would have just been like, you're telling me I can leave? Like, I was always like... I always was like, don't tell me anything unless you're telling me I have to... I can leave. <laughs> yeah, literally, he, he walked in. He goes, hey, sorry, I'm a... I'm a little late, like I was in traffic or whatever. Because what needs to be stocked? You own the store like, now. I don't. Yeah, I'm like I. I mean, I moved the domestic beers to where they should be. Like I, he goes, oh, all right. And he and he pulled out his lunch. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you I was for. Like, all right. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, like, I, I mean, I, I have a really good, dumb customer story, if you guys want to hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, we, we have this older gentleman who walks in and buys the, the really nice IPAs. Like, like every week he buys, like, 75 bucks worth of IPAs. Hop Slam, he get that Hop really Slam? Really good stuff. Yeah, he, he gets something. He gets whatever, like, is the freshest stuff. Like, he'll literally read the cans and see which one's fresher. Wow. Dedicated. I get that beer, yeah, that fresh absolute, beer. Yeah, it's been sitting there for like two weeks, but whatever kid has like the different day on it, he goes for it. <laughs> like, it's weird. So anyway, he, he, he comes in. Usually he's not a problem. Like, no big deal. Just a, like a rich white guy, like drives this nice ass car. Like, doesn't give any problems, just buys what he needs and leaves. Well, a few weeks ago, like he he buys his seventy five dollars worth of stuff. One of them is a six pack of uh, it's called Stone IPA. 
so he points to the stone. And he, after, after I rank him up, mind you, he charges card and everything, points to the stone and goes, hey, would it be cheaper if I just bought a case of this? I'm like, yeah, p- probably if you were planning to just buy a case of stone IPA for some reason right now. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> oh, okay. Case discounts. And, yeah, we do. We do case discounts. But like, it was just kind of weird that he bought like all this other stuff and was just asking about the one six pack. I was like a little confused. Right. You know? Did he ask you to, uh, so goes, uh Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, go with your question. Yeah. I know. I was going to say, did he ask you to take it off his card? Like you already ran the card, you know, you can't, there's no take backsies on credit cards. Exactly. So he, he goes, okay, hang on a second. And I'm thinking like this guy's in the store often enough. He knows where we keep our like empty boxes for that. We get to customers who buy bulk and we just let them carry away in like a random box. So he goes, he grabs a box and then he loads it up with three stone six packs. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? All right. So I stop him. I, I'm st- I stop him. Like, I'm like, Hey man, you didn't pay for those. And he's like, Oh, you said it would be cheaper if I got a case. I'm like, yeah, but that was like, I thought that was like retrospective. Like I, so I spent yeah. 10 minutes, 10 minutes explaining to this guy, like what, how I interpreted his question. Yeah. After he had paid, he, after he had paid, he was like, should I just get a case? Oh, I think I get what he was thinking. Now I can get in a customer's mind because I'm stupid. And I did customer service for a very long time. I'm going to get right into a customer's (laughs) mind. What he thought was after he rung him up, he said, would it be cheaper if I got, a case, which by the way, a case is 24, not 18. So he's already wrong in that yes. respect. Well, no, he was adding exactly. it on. He was adding the three onto the original. <laughs> he, he was adding the six pack he previously oh, bought. Okay. Yeah. So he was so, going to have him ring him up for a whole case and then have to like take away the previous paid money and shit. Okay. So he has 24. Exactly. And then, yeah. So he was like, sort of like, yeah, just, you know, take the rest of that shit off. I'm just going to take this stone. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would have let him. I, it seems like you you would have come out on top in that. So the like the the store would have come out on top in that situation. Three six packs of beer going out for free. But if he was buying other stuff, like if he was buying a bunch of he, different six packs, you know what I'm saying? He he had already purchased seventy five dollars worth of stuff, including one six pack of stone. Yeah, which is. Uh, and then I was like, I was like, dude, I can't let you walk out with like thirty six bucks worth of beer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I was like, I was like, I don't particularly care about this business, but like morally, and like, I, I will die on this hill. Like, I just cannot let you walk out with that right now. Yeah, yeah. You're just now pissed. Like, you like, can't think that I, I actually charged you for that, you know, or that we're square here. Yeah, like. I, yeah, I was like, I, I thought you were just okay with saying like, oh, at, one, at some point I'm going to come in and buy a case <laughs> yeah. of stone bottles and we can just put them off to the side, which is no problem. Like, so I knew, I, I spent like 10 minutes debating with this guy and the, the line has grown like around the corner. So I'm like, oh, fuck me. Like, I, I'm like, I'm like, all right, dude, just pay this money. 
you know, let me know if you need a special order for anything. Like I'll just have the owner contact you and we'll organize something. No big deal. So finally, like this dude's like out of the store. And, and then like the poor lady behind him buying cigarettes is like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I used to love she goes, that. She goes, yeah, like it's like the poor person, like buying something simple, like a six pack of like Corona or, or you know, you know, Marlboro's or something. They're like, what? They're like, what just went on? I hate that. I, I yelled at a woman one time at a grocery store because I was there to buy one 24 pack of beer with a friend of mine. And uh, that's all we were buying. One. That was it. It was the only product. And this woman kept having, she was arguing about the price of the cheese that she was buying. See what oh, what what had happened was she had grabbed it from somebody had put it down in the wrong place. So she read the price <laughs> tag on it, and then it was just from then on. And and we're talking, you know, three bucks, maybe less than three yeah. bucks. It was like change. And I tried to give her five dollars to let me through the line. And I swear to you, <laughs> she said that it's not that's not the point. It, that that's not the way, you know. That's not the point of the whole thing. It's the principle. And I'm like, you're arguing with a cashier, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and we ended up getting into it in the store. And then she just walked out and called me an asshole. But, uh, you know, she sent the guy back three times and was yelling at him. And he was explaining to her the price. But she was like just so angry at the guy because he was charging her the wrong price for the cheese it's 50 cents know. more for sometimes, a name brand sometimes you're broke and i get that yeah. and i was that way sometimes there were times where like five dollars or three dollars or two dollars would have like hit me hard but when somebody offered me the five dollars i would have just said fuck it i'll you know i'll just pay for it with his money you know what i mean like, yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's a lot about like reading the crowd like like it, honestly, like if I were in that position, and someone was throwing me five bucks because, like, maybe I was being a pain in the ass or something. I'd be like, "Hey, I'll take it." Like, yeah, if it gets me out of this store quick, I'm gone. Well, that was the thing. It's like she didn't have everybody was standing, and there was like a line. Just like you said, there was a line like wrapping around, like starting because it's late at night at a grocery store when there's no real cashiers working. There's only one person working. The line just kept getting longer and longer as she's fighting over like two bucks and like being real nasty to the to the cashier and stuff. And I just I finally got I got I finally had enough of it, you know, and I just I I, I yelled at her. This was fucking forever ago. This is probably 2003, 2002. But like uh, I always remember it because I think that's the first time I ever stuck up for a worker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like we we get people like that, but half the time I I just say like oh, we raise the price. I'm sorry. Like, do you still want this product? <laughs> like, yeah, because our our owner like he based well we have two owners, but like they basically were just like yeah, just say what you need to do. Like if you have to refuse people, just refuse them. So like I I operate on that principle where like the customer's not always right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, don't they don't know what's going on at all. Never right, actually. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, uh, yeah, thanks for having here. me, guys. Yeah, have a yeah, good night. Appreciate it. Yeah, see you guys. Yeah. All right, we done, man.
uh, well, you know, stupid customers, very common. Um, they also think they're always right, which we fucked up when we told them that. So that's what you get. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening to Street Fighter Radio. We'll be back on Wednesday night for another live show this Wednesday at 11 p.m. We do the show on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And this Thursday, we're doing the second uh, and the second campaign for Street Fight in Rapid City. So we will see you on Wednesday. Find us on social media. Peace.